census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I am your host, Patrick Rahal. You can call me Patsy the Angry Nerd. We are here, as you can see, broadcasting live from the Pat Cave. I'm here with our little friend, Johnny Wine Open Man. Uh, we are here uh, brought to you by <laughs> Deadly Grounds Coffee, as we are part of the Dorkening Network. And I am not here by myself. Uh, you can see the uh, whole, whole thing going on here with all the people here. But uh, first... Uh, my co-host on the show, my co-host in life, she is the Baroness of Bordeaux, the Countess of Cabernet, the Mistress of Merlot, the Real Housewife of Transylvania, the Michael Phelps of Wine, the Queen of the Monsters, and Honorary Lizzie. And there was one other one we said at the Cape the other day, and I don't remember what it is, and I didn't write it down. Ashes von Nightmare. So uh, cheers to 250, first of all. Cheers to 250. Clinky. Got to make the clinky noise. Oh. <laughs> Mazel tov, baby. That is uh that's that's my uh hundred dollar bottle of rum. Well, I mean that's not the bottle, but that's from the bottle. <laughs> no, sir, you're a liar. That is not a bottle. Bottle's a little bit bigger than Slightly that. Slightly larger, yes. Uh and that is uh from whence all of that stuff came. Oh my god, I was told this person was on vacation, so they weren't gonna show up. Uh but here he is. It's James. We have James from the Dorkening Network. We have Justin Cooper Duper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, there's Harrison. Hi. We dropped the the duper on Ellis Island. <laughs> we are joined also, as you can see, by Bloody Jess Snyder, who is uh, making her 912th appearance in just 250 shows. <laughs> You can't get rid of me. We wouldn't want to. <laughs> and of course, powerful Brandon. Folks, What's up? thank you guys so much for uh, joining us today on our uh, very special 250th episode. James, I did not expect you. Well, yeah. Well, I saw it live. I saw the link, and I was sitting here, and I was so I'll shoot on quickly. I did send you a video, so I'll do a play. I do have the video. It's uh, queued up, ready to go. There we go. So I just want to, Patsy, I've known you for a couple of years now. Ash, you guys do a great job, great show. You guys are great hosts. You got a fantastic product out there. I'm glad to know you guys. Uh, cheers to 250 more episodes. Uh, I can't believe you got past to number two, but hey, like let's go um, further with that. But dude, love you, miss you, and uh, congratulations and keep it up. Thank you so much. Thank uh, really you. Appreciate the kind words. No problem. Um, so I'm gonna let you go. Enjoy the enjoy the night. Enjoy the festivities. Um, and uh, I'll see you later. All right. Take care, buddy. Enjoy Bye. vacation. Thank you. Bye, Harrison. All right. That was unexpected because he did he did say that he wasn't going to be able to jump in, and he did say that uh, he did send us the video. 
Okay, so I usually don't like kids, but like that is one freaking cute kid. <laughs> Harrison looks exactly like him too. Like that is one freaking cute kid. Yeah. Like every now and then I see a kid and I'm like, oh my god, you're you're actually cute. Like you're a cute kid. I, I don't think James is listening anymore. You don't have to keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I have somewhere. I have a. Oh, it's over there. I can't reach it, and I kind of stop gesturing with this arm. Um, the. Uh, my niece, I saw my niece earlier today and she signed a picture for me of her in her karate outfit. I'm like, Oh, Emma signed this picture. So she signed it, Emma. And then she wrote 2021 and underneath that now, <laughs> <laughs> just in case she wanted you to know everything now is happening now. <laughs> so, how are you? Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Oh, we got people watching. We have three people watching. Yeah, I can I can see one of them. <laughs> I can see one of them. <laughs> uh, James just uh, left. You. <laughs> he says, "I am always listening." Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so thank you guys for joining. I know there's going to be other folks filtering in and out throughout the night. There's a couple of invites I sent out that I'm I'm hoping these folks jump on. Uh, if they do, awesome. If not. That's fine too, uh, but there's a there's a bunch of folks that I hope uh, do end up coming. Hi guys, from Facebook user. Hold on, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so uh, good old Facebook user. Facebook. They're both okay. the end of the worst. So, uh, Jess, I gotta ask. Yeah. Uh, I saw your post from earlier. Uh, did you uh, did you accomplish what you wanted to accomplish? No. We're not talking about that. <laughs> That's why <laughs> in vague terms. Could, could have fooled Patsy about a minute ago. <laughs> uh, Sarah B. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for uh, watching. Uh, look at that. Like That's most of our viewership right there in that room, if you count Coop. <laughs> well, Buddy watches, too. This is, this is like uh, Snyder Cut Part 2. It kind of is. I mean, yeah. we have Snyder, so... Yeah, that's true. right. It's very true. See, Sarah liked that one. <laughs> yep. So we tonight are going to be talking about uh, not only our favorite fandoms, but also some of our favorite characters. And uh, I do have a, a, a question I want to I want to save for a little later. You don't even know what it is. No, nope. but I thought about it the other day. I skipped I, rehearsal. I actually asked someone and I was like, man. Of these two things, which do you think is preferable? Um, I mean, that's not exactly how it's worded, but I don't want to give any hint or preview. <laughs> Other than the fact that it will be a choice between two things. Uh, it just hinges on, do you like both stuff? Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings? Do you like stuff? stuff? I've, uh, never, I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones in my life uh, that... So you wouldn't be able to answer the See, question. I I think you might like it though. It's like in all honesty, especially like the the first couple of seasons. I mean, there's there's uh, zombies and beheadings and incest and attempted child murder. Whoa, 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 whoa! Why is incest a selling point, Pat? You love first episode. <laughs> but, I mean, why is it a selling point? You're like, I think you really like it. It's got zombies and killing. And mystical stuff, and brother and sister banging, and then a bunch of <laughs> like, 
What was that? Way to bury the lead, fourth, right? What was that fourth thing you just said? Oh, what, the, the zombies? Nope, nope. After that. But, like, they're really good looking. Does that make a difference? No! No! <laughs> and I really wish incest porn had a more mainstream appeal. It's like the... Uh, it's like the, uh, the it doesn't? The, they're trying to book the birthday party at, at Cheesy Charlie's where it's like, oh, we have lots of different ice cream. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, people. What was that last one? Strawberry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh. 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 Anybody else uh, uh, feel uh, some after effects from uh vaccination because i got mine earlier today and i keep going to use my non-dominant left arm which is weird i i'm day five and how are you feeling from my initial dose um i had minor symptoms but i'm the kind of person that's sensitive to side effects anyways like Mm -hmm. give me a flu shot i'm gonna get the flu for three days after that or if you give me a benadryl it's going to knock me out for 16 hours. So I, I got everything. I got the dizziness. I got the headache. I got the, um, I, well, it wasn't just regular dizziness. It was, it was more vertigo scale. Um, and then I had a tender arm and today's the first day where there is like, it's not as if I had even gotten a shot. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad but, you're feeling better. But it did feel bruised for like five days. Mm-hmm. I had vertigo and I kept like stumbling north by northwest. I was waiting <laughs> for the Hitchcock joke. I was waiting for I, it. I thought it was going to be a U2 joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I thought he was going to end with, and then I just really started feeling psycho or something yeah. like that. Yeah, found the 29 <laughs> steps. <laughs> These jokes are for the birds. Window. <laughs> but like... They scheduled me, though, because a lot of people or most people I've seen will get their shots. Like, if if the two-step shot, you get it one week, and then you get it, like, two weeks later. Mine's a month from now. Yeah, same. Away instead of, like... But, yeah. It depends on which one you get. Did you get the Moderna one? Yes, I got the Moderna one. Yeah, so the Moderna one is a month between the two. Yeah. So I found out... uh, through talking about it with some of my, uh, my my coworkers, that the reason it makes you sleepy is because that's when all like the updates have to be done to the microchip. Winter is mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. when they do the uh, that's when they do the update. Wow! Just <laughs> wow! Yeah, we have. No, it was, it was it's Microsoft though, so it does all the updates, which means it's doing nothing but updating until it's just no good anymore. I know. Your <laughs> arm is obsolete in two weeks. Flash yeah. Already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is this, is this thing running on Windows XP? Yeah, we're fine. I mean, you know, and, and to kind of talk about Windows for a second, it's funny. Like, I get all these people out here like, ooh, I've got Windows 10. It's like, I'm already on Windows 98. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you guys need to catch up. Have you ever seen Tron? <laughs> I, I, I sense there was like a Yakov Shmirnov joke in there somewhere. You know, oh, what a country! <laughs> uh, for the who are for Windows ninety eight to come back? Yeah, eventually. In, uh, in like ten years, because you know they update something every six months, but. Mm-hmm. The 98. They have to cryogenically freeze Bill Gates. 
Did anybody see, and this is this is kind of on topic for once because we're always talking about like villains and and all the you know crazy things that villains do. Uh, anybody see the uh, Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yes, Luthor. Like was doing. Uh, the friggin' colors were just reversed on it too. That was the craziest part. Yeah. Instead of it being a purple shirt. With the with black, black straps. It was a black shirt with the purple straps. I was like, what? Like, I got super friends, man. How was no one on top of that? It's like, oh, the irony. That's a passive aggressive uh, tech doing something like that, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, where was Elon Musk with his flamethrower yelling, get away from her, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll be Brainiac without the pants. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Brainiac technically didn't need pants. I don't think he, no, had he did. <laughs> I mean, really though, do any of us he did pants? That's the thing. I saw. I saw that earlier today. Your pants can never not fit if you just don't wear pants. Exactly. Sound logic. Yeah, I mean that works for me. Um. I couldn't even tell you what size pants I wear right now because general census <laughs> is well. Well, here's the thing. You know, and I have had this. It's a, it's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it's pandemonium. I hope it's short. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna have to cut you off here. Yeah. Well, we had this conversation about pants because women's pants, the sizes are just like, oh, what do you think is a size six? Well, I think it's this. Well, I disagree. Mm. It's this. But with men's (laughs) pants sizes, it's supposed to be this is how many inches it is based on a specific agreed upon unit of measurement. I tried on how many pairs of pants and how many stores and how many cities before I found a pair of pants that fit me. A lot. It's like seven. I'm a 42. <laughs> no, this 42 is way baggy on me. This 42 is too tight. I can't get them on. And then you found this 42 that was just right. <laughs> no, I never found the one that was just right. I still oh. went with the one that was too He's big. still looking for a 43. <laughs> Good luck. Excuse me. Do you guys carry uh, waist sizes that end in odd numbers? Thank you. I need a 43 waist, one leg 27, the other leg 36. Oh, jeez. That's like me trying to find 36 pants. It's just not going to happen. You know? Well, you only need one pants. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do with 36? So this is a uh, thrilling episode. Mm, good job. Yeah, it's like, so pants fandom. Are we going to talk about some Zubaz, some Knickerbockers? What do we got? I had the Zubaz poster with Legion of Doom in my oh room my with the baseball bats. Oh, yeah. Both of those guys are dead now. I, I met one last year. Uh, he actually took our picture when we met Raven and Tommy Dreamer. Oh, my God. We, I Raven. met Raven at fucking Rockin' Shot. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, I spent last night in a ditch. Would you want to buy some of my wrestling attire? And, like, I, I'm yeah. a big, like, wrestling fan, but, like, I was getting autographs from my brother. And, like... I'd be like, oh, yeah, my brother's a big fan, and my other brother's a big fan, too. He goes, oh, yeah, everybody's a big fan but you, huh? And I'm like, thinking quick. I'm like, yeah, but I got to meet you. They're not here, so I need to get them souvenirs. He's like, oh, yeah. You want to buy my shoes? Oh, the wrestling, the, in, the in-ring wrestling shoes? You- no, my shoes I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah, he, um, 
I was surprised that like he was a lot bigger in person than I thought. But um, the the funny thing about him is like he had a forty five minute conversation with us about Supernatural. It was just like, oh, apparently he's like a super fan. I really oh, dig oh. your homeless stick. Yeah, stick, stick. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Lionel Hutz of wrestlers. <laughs> I tried to drink a coke on the bus and they took away my pass. <laughs> A wrestle for this birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, what's his name on uh, uh, Roddy Piper on Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Why does he have a bucket full of acorns? Does does he eat these? Is he eating these? <laughs> <laughs> the maniac loves you. That's another dude I'm glad I got to meet, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper was pretty awesome. He met, it was 2008, and... Uh, me and my buddy Joe went over there and he was like, he's like, oh, I'll be right back. I just got to go, you know, write my name on somebody's leg because somebody was getting a signature tattooed. And he comes back and he's like, yeah, sorry about that, guys. He goes, what's your name? My buddy's like, oh, I'm Joe. And he's like, oh, hey, Joe, how you doing? And then he's like, what's your name? I'm like, Patrick. He goes, oh, fellow Irishman. And he picked <laughs> me up off the ground in a fucking bear hug. This is That's awesome. Pulled in like two hours late at Rock and Chuck with a case of Red Bull, and he was just pounding them throughout the night. Like, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I, I, you didn't Wait, even, are, oh, not Irish. I'm not. I was, I was gonna say, are, you're not Irish. Though, I, right? But you're gonna argue with a guy who just lifted me off, the, and I am not. I mean, I was. If you were Irish, you would have. Yeah. I mean, call faith in Begora. And we're like, put me the fuck down and a bunch of headbutts. I'm not, I don't know Irish. I wish you would put me down. <laughs> so, again, like we're talking about, we're going to be talking about some of our uh, favorite fandoms today. And, uh, you know, we, we mentioned uh, Game of Thrones earlier and how Jess has not yet seen it, despite the uh, abundance of incest. She still hasn't gotten around to it. Despite. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nobody told me about the incest. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm on my way. That's a horse of a different <laughs> color. Why didn't you say so? Come on in. <laughs> incest? Well, I'm in. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, there's there's some great stuff, some gratuitous violence. So, Coop, I know you've you've watched uh, Game of Game of Thrones. Yes. I also know that you're on mute right now. Here, here. There we go. Oh yes, I have seen it. That was worth the wait. Okay. Uh, so, have you guys and Brandon? You've you've obviously seen it. Yes. Uh, have you guys ever seen the Sesame Street parody? Game of, of Chairs. <laughs> yeah. No, I have not. Blue Joy. And. Ned loses first. He's like, oh, Neddy, don't lose your head, you know, and then uh, he tells uh, Joffrey loses in, like, the third round. He's like, oh, sorry, Joffrey. Looks like you choked. <laughs> it's this is a Sesame Street? Yeah, it's amazing. And then Rob leaves because he's got to go to a wedding. <laughs> it's uh, There's some amazing stuff there. Yeah. But I think I, I saw that the first time because Ash has posted it somewhere. That That was great. Oh, it was so funny. Mm -hmm. And Grover ends up winning and becoming king. <laughs> That's awesome. That's actually better than what happened. 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> Who has it's a like better an episode story. of how it should have ended, huh? <laughs> Who has a better story than Grover Blue Joy? How? I am the monster who now rules Westeros. <laughs> Love it. We're at the end of this book, who rules Westeros. Something about there is an ice monster at the end of this wall. This is a tree made of cookies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Instead of ravens, it's just like hundreds of big birds, like all the different ones from different countries. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hi, Stuffy. <laughs> yeah, because in like France or some, something, he's like blue. Yeah, and in, in Mexico, he's like green and yellow. Mm-hmm. Winter is coming. <laughs> hey, bird. Winter is coming. Freedoms <laughs> uh, would be hopeful. Sweetums. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sam the Eagle would be Sam Sam Tarly. Oh no, I I think he'd be the hound, right? He'd be like, I want that chicken. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe. Look at all my little birds. One, two, <laughs> three birds. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, he would definitely be. Uh, who would the count be? All right, I, so don't, I don't know. Like... This, who would? Who would? <laughs> Would Game of Thrones characters be if they were Muppets? Um, or is this one of those like uh, keep one of the actors and replace everyone else no, with Muppets? Keep none of the actors, replace <laughs> all, all Muppets, all of them as Muppets. Oh, Kelly, like, specific, Dan- like specifically Dan- Sesame Street Muppets, though, or just like Muppets in general? Oh, I, I like this general. Uh, so Sansa would be Sansa would be uh, Prairie Dawn, especially early Sansa. Wait there. I got the electric mayhem behind me. I was just thinking, I was just thinking, like, who would Dr. Teeth be? (laughs) Dr. Teeth would probably be. (laughs) Sarah said Snuffleupagus would be Drogon. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, my moon and stars. Scooter and Skeeter could be Jamie and and uh, Cersei. No, no, no. Miss Piggy <laughs> has got to be Cersei. Oh yeah, the, yeah, but there's yeah. no other pig. Oh wait, wait, Oscar the Grouch be Walder Frey? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that would be magnificent. So the movie follow that bird, the other big bird, right? The one that was like chasing him. She mm-hmm. could be, um, she could be uh, Gwendolyn Christie's character, <laughs> Brienne of Tarth. Yes, ah. Mrs. Finch could be Brienne. Mrs. Finch, that, there you go. All right. Um, would Kermit be not- Ned? Uh, Kermit would probably be Jon Snow. Oh, okay. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> Fine, I'm going to the night watch. <laughs> would have to be. Would have. I, I love you, but I've made a vow. <laughs> Well, oh, oh, Denise. Denise would have to be Natalie Dormer. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marjorie Tyrell. Marjorie Tyrell. <laughs> Janice. Like, Janice like, would be Daenerys. Like, totally. I, I, I want to rule the world. I mean, Westeros, you know the world, you know. <laughs> All right, who would Animal be? The Night King? Maybe maybe animal would be uh, the hound then. Uh, I was just thinking yeah. he, would, he would be the hound, hound of the mountain. <laughs> just make a giant animal. Just use camera tricks, like in, uh, <laughs> like in the Muppet like movie, in, uh, or the the yeah the Muppet movie. Yep. Animal say. would be Arya Stark. No, that would be funny. Piggy, no, wouldn't Piggy be Cersei? 
she'd have to be either Cersei and or and then no, the other pig could be Daenerys. Denise can be Daenerys. <laughs> Who's better to rule the world than moi? <laughs> Chip from IT could be uh, one of the maesters. God, I'm going to uh, cry. My God, my dude. Oh, my oh. God. Voices. What about uh, we get some fraggles in on this, right? We could Elmo. have. Uh... Elmo would be Sam Tarly. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking Tully. Oh, hey, Oscar. You know? No. No. Oh, no. You're right. You're right. Um, how about Bert and Ernie? Bunsen would also Bunsen Honeydew would also be a uh, no. He would be Ramsey, and Beaker would be Theon. Oh, that's See, a good one. I was gonna. I was just gonna say the same thing for Bert and Ernie. Oh, like like Bert would be Theon and Ernie would be Ramsey. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one too. I, I think that's good. So, yeah. so your your favorite Stannis? Who's going to play Stannis? Is that Sam the Eagle? Then Stannis would be Sam. Sam the okay, Eagle. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Stannis would be Sam the Eagle because he's just. So then, who's going to be? Oh, sorry. Who's hey, going to be? Reek, the night? Reek, Reek, why, why, why are you so mad, Reek? Reek? I'm so mad uh, because you cut uh, off my penis. Fishy, fishy, fishy. And eating cookies in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in the damn bed. <laughs> Good reference there. Uh, what about Pepe as uh, as our? Uh, I can't even think of him. Uh, Pedro Pascal's character. Oh, uh, Oberyn Martell. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna get poisoned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we still haven't picked out who would be Tyrion. You know. Oh, Tyrion. Oh, Robin. <laughs> That's wow. Okay. Or- yeah, I mean, I was going to say Bean, but Rob Robin's way better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can think of Robin. What about Rolf? Or, or uh, Rizzo, maybe. Who's Rolf who, would, who would Rolf play? Oh, Varys. Oh, okay. Rolf is Var- but who's going to be Littlefinger? Hmm. Like, that's a tough one. Like, who's mm. a devious? The Phantom. Oh, the Phantom. Uncle Deadly. Yes. 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 Ooh. Also, there is the Phantom. Hello. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Yeah, these are good. <laughs> Jess, who's your favorite Muppet? <laughs> I I actually um I just discovered a cosplayer on TikTok. If you guys don't have a TikTok, you need to get on TikTok. I discovered the perfect animal cosplayer. She, okay. This girl cosplays animal, and she is hysterical. Like she kills me. I can't remember her her screen name, or else I would absolutely plug her because she is absolutely worth going. Put it in the show notes at some point. I I would love to say it's just like she dresses up in the cosplay and just starts going cosplay, cosplay, cosplay. She does. She has like things. And then she does like the the red lined lip, just <laughs> on one side, and then she oh. did, like the white out contacts, so she actually looks like Muppet eyes. And then she oh, has crazy. red hair. That's cool. And she's the cutest thing. I love it. So does much. she do? Does she do the Muppet burlesque? No. Well, I guess Pat's not interested anymore. <laughs> well, no, like you know, I've, I've I saw the Muppet burlesque a few years ago, <laughs> like, and I was like, this is this is weird, like, delightfully insane. 
Yeah. So we have the weirdest the- beaker right now. <laughs> Confusing boner. <laughs> if if this girl is listening to the podcast and you are the girl who plays Animal, you're freaking amazing, and I love you. She should be listening. Everybody should. Did you hear that, hon? No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it looks like we have uh, three people on Facebook, one on Twitch. Very, wow. very fun. I don't know how many uh, Twitch followers we have, but uh, if you, uh, you know, you want to chime in, feel free to uh, chime in. Let us know what some of your your uh, recastings would be. So let's uh, let's get into what we were actually going to talk about, other than pants and Muppets. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, it sounds like we got a show, though. This is a this is a good organic conversation. Like this is the type of shit that we would be talking about if we're all hanging out right now. I mean, that is what we're doing, though. <laughs> yeah. We're all hanging out right now, right? Not like in person, and we weren't, you know, didn't have a camera in front of us. Uh, it would be the loudest room nothing. ever. You think it means thing. nothing? Except hey, that. we got uh, one of my old students, Patrick Turner, uh, chiming in. Hello, Mister Turner. <laughs> Turn down for what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about some of our favorite fandoms. So let's start uh, alphabetical. Uh, Brandon. Yes, that my name begins with a B. I, that's, that holds <laughs> up. That tracks. Um, so yeah, um, my favorite, like my favorite fandom, fandoms. Is it- yeah, like you know, what's uh, something that you return to? Whatever media, whether it's movies, TV, books, comics, you know, erotic uh, fan fiction, whatever, whatever uh, works for you. And what are some of your favorite characters within those fandoms? Why are they all Superman? (laughs) Well, I mean, Justin, you're next, so go ahead. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, Superman is my my favorite character, but I mean, I'm a I'm a big old movie, TV, comic book geek altogether uh if it's a good story it's a good story no matter what and uh i'll i'll sign on i'll i'll, I'll pretty much check out anything for the most part i will not watch a serbian film because i know too much about that mm. and thankfully i know too much about that the yeah. serbian film or the oh, so i think you know pal like any <laughs> no whatsoever uh, <laughs> but no i mean I, I i read a lot of comics um i do gravitate towards that medium uh in general it doesn't i don't require like super heroics in my stories Uh, i'm fine with talking heads uh some of the some of the best stuff uh literature wise you can find as quote graphic novels um a good solid example is one that actually gets assigned in like high schools is mouse uh which is an allegory for nazi germany but told through the lens of uh the uh jewish people in germany at the time being mice and the Nazi party being cats. Um, and there's, there's also some other stuff that uh, takes place in the Middle East, like um, Persephone. Just excellent, excellent books. But otherwise, uh, I do, when it comes to stuff that I watch regularly, uh, I, I lean towards comedy a, a lot of the time. Uh, I, I enjoy laughing. Sometimes, for me, uh, to get out of my own head, because it, it can get pretty dark in here, mm-hmm. uh, I need, I need like, an external source to make me chuckle. Uh, most recently, uh, Dara and I, re- my, my wife Dara and I, watched uh, rewatched The Good Place, uh, which I, I absolutely am in love with because I'm also like a bit of a philosophy nerd. Uh, so that was like right up my alley when when it showed up. 
and I'm also just all together, probably aside from comic books or anything like that, Stephen King. Uh, I am a gigantic Stephen King fan. Uh, and I mean, my, 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 the breadth of my fandom is, is gigantic. I am only five, seven. So not that big. I was literally personally. Say, you're six, eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is an illusion. I'm actually sitting eight feet away from the camera, but, uh, I'm, yeah, not, I, I'm just far away. <laughs> I've, I've been a big, big fan of Stephen King for a long time. Uh, part, like I, I started when I was in third grade, I saw, uh, it, the miniseries and um, proceeded to ask my dad a million questions about it when he finally just looked at me and said, you watched that movie when I was taking a nap before work, didn't you? And I was like, yes, I did. Oh, and, I'm and I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm, I'm nine and I'm afraid for my life. Help me, please. And uh, well, for taking a six and a half hour nap. Well, it didn't help me either that my bedroom at that point in time was right next to the bathroom. So like every night I was like, Something's coming up from that sink, and it's gonna get me. I just know it. I know it. I knew it. I can and, never bathe again because something's gonna come out of that drain. It was horrifying. <laughs> uh, but the, the funny thing about that is, I, I I was such a pest to my dad asking questions about the story because I knew he read the book. That eventually he just said, "Kid, we're just gonna record your questions and send them to Bangor, Maine." And that's what we did. We recorded them on a cassette tape and sent them to Stephen King. And because I was nine years old, I forgot about it a week later. <laughs> and the next year, the day before my 10th birthday, I was just getting back from a Cub Scout field trip to the local newspaper. I had an envelope in the mail and I opened it up and it was a birthday card from Stephen King. <laughs> Straight up, what? happy birthday. And then on the inside, he wrote, Dear Brandon, have a creepy 10th, Stephen King. And I proceeded to exchange letters with he and his assistant, Marcia Filippo, for the next uh, five or six years. Uh, and he's actually the one that recommended I read uh, The Lord of the Flies when I was uh, going into sixth grade. He, he and his assistant, they, they guided a lot of what I did when I was in uh, junior high going into high school. So that, that's, that's always going to have a, a very soft spot in my heart. Awesome. That's an amazing story. I had no idea. Yeah, I don't bust it out for everyone, but I mean, it's the 250th <laughs> episode. <laughs> Why the fuck not? And no, but, of... but I mean, like that says a lot to the Stephen <laughs> King's character as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the funny thing is, is like I I remember bits and pieces. You can remember I was I was eight, almost nine, uh, but I remember bits and pieces of what I asked on the tape. And a few years later, when I forged my father's signature to fraudulently get an adult library card from the local <laughs> library. Well, that was Catholic school. They trained me how to write like that. So that's on them. Good job, Jesus folks. And uh, I, I, I actually read it when I was 11. I, any 11 year olds listening, do not do that ever. <laughs> you wait until you're a freshman in high school. But I, uh, I, I ended up asking, I remembered asking him certain things. And one in particular was, you know, never reading the book, being eight years old, only having seen the movie and been scared shitless. I said, is it something that like maybe crashed down and, and has been here for millions of years and everything just formed up around it? And that's, that's why it's like such a part of the town. And 
because it's always been there before humans were even around. And then I never got answers. You know, I got a birthday card and then we exchanged letters back and forth about different topics. And then I finally read the book when I was 11 and I get to the part where Mike and Richie have the vision in the smokehouse mm -hmm. and straight up see it landing millions of years ago on earth. And I was like, son of a bitch. Eight-year-old me was fucking finger on the pulse. No wonder he sent me a birthday card. He must have been like, how the fuck does this kid realize this? So, you know, I had that going for me. It's always amused the hell out of me. But, um, but yeah, like, it, was, it was very, very cool for them both to take the time regularly to, to answer me back. They could have just thrown that on a junk pile. So that, that to me, just, just mm -hmm. speaks of, of how much he cares, not just about like little kids that might be sending him stuff, but, but all of his fans. You know, the, he, he, I think he affectionately calls them constant readers uh, for, for a good reason. And mm -hmm. they come back for things like that. They understand, like even through the written word, that, you know, he's a dude that kind of gives a shit. Yeah. Well, I want to uh, break in real quick because we have uh, we have Rigor here, and uh, hey Matt, <laughs> for for a moment, like the way that you were you were uh, presenting yourself, I thought you had like dangly cross earrings. I thought you were oh, like, it's my headphones, like a Billy Idol cosplay. Like I thought that's what we were looking at here because you've got the, the <laughs> you got the snow, man. I love it. Uh, so Rigor is a uh, co-host. Uh, with me, well, he's it's his show, but I I jump on, but uh, I co-host with him. <laughs> on, uh, doing that freeze thing again. <laughs> on um, uh, the 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 East meets the West, where we pair a spaghetti western with a Shaw Brothers. <laughs> Keep moving. And for the longest time, I didn't know who the Shaw Brothers were. I just assumed they were Rick and Scrim, but it's like a whole different. different thing. Uh, but Roger also does uh, the the. Uh, the then is now, and I guessed it on that a couple times. We talked Jaws and the Thing. That's right. Yep. Actually, Pat Patsy, do you remember you and I actually met um, like eight years ago? We were at a Seven Eleven, and you said to me, "Give me all your money." <laughs> I mean, sounds, that sounds about right. Sure, about right. sure, it wasn't a Cumberland Farms. <laughs> <laughs> It was a Cumbies, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it may have been Cumbies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Pat was the one behind the counter, so it's like, give me all your money. Dude, I just wanted a Slim Jim. What the f <laughs> it, it costs all your money. Uh, we did get a couple of comments. We have uh, from Mr. Turner. He says, if everyone was a philosophy nerd, the world would be a better place. I and agree. Our, our Facebook user. Uh, Sarah. Watched IT. I don't know what that is. At my friend Amanda's house, when we were in sixth grade, after her parents went to bed, they found us the next morning on the floor next to their bed, huddled together, fast asleep. So, she uh, tells that story every can't day. Can't sleep. Can't sleep. me. Can't sleep. Can't me. Exactly. Uh, I will say I got my uh, my BAM horror box today. Speaking of it. Nice. And there is a uh, nice uh, picture of all the Losers Club from the original miniseries signed by Ben. Brandon Crane, nice. That's awesome. That's wow. He's, and isn't he, isn't he the only one uh, from the original cast that showed up in the new movies as yeah. well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very cool. So I got that that nice uh, Beckett certified. Um, Those are great. Um, I I got last month Emilio Estevez on a Young Guns two from a, and it was like a huge one. I'm like, this is awesome. I got I got. Nice. 
<laughs> Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we go. We are we are discussing this evening uh, our favorite fandoms and our favorite uh, our our favorite characters. You missed the conversation about pants. You missed the uh, Game of Thrones recast as Muppets. <laughs> did he miss the conversation <laughs> about pants? Like, did he miss it? <laughs> So as we are uh, continuing to go in uh, alphabetical order, uh, we'll, I was going to do it all backwards, but we have two J's. But so uh, we'll go. We'll go next with uh, with Jess. So Jess, what are what are some of your favorite fandoms and your favorite characters? Oh my goodness, there's so many. Um, I'm still very much a Harry Potter fandom kid. That's, That's getting harder and harder. Because of J.K. Rowling, yeah, the books are done. She can't do it. Oh, J.K. Rowling, but the story. Yes and yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I dig it, Jess, for real. Like I I read all the books. Um, I I totally get it. And uh, it came out like when the movies started coming out. You know, they would basically put out like two a year. So, yeah. The summer movie that always came out always came out the week of my birthday. Wow. It was cool. always smack dab middle of July. That's there you go. Cool. Easy gift giving. Tickets to the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harry's birthday, too. And I was like 12 when all of this came out to begin with. So, oh, geez. So I was absolutely all over the whole, you know, Daniel Radcliffe thing. <laughs> I was and you. You basically grew up with Harry Potter, you know? Uh, yeah, we're literally like I'm I'm less than a year older older than him, I think. Wow. Radcliffe or Harry Potter? Huh? Radcliffe yes. or Harry Potter cuz Harry's like my age. Harry's going to be 40 this year. Uh, well, yeah, Harry will be 40 technically, but uh yeah, I'm Daniel Radcliffe's age. I'm a little older, I believe. Well, that's about right. Those rides are something else. Have you ever been to Universal Studios? Been on the Harry Potter rides? They're amazing. Not, not yet. I want to. I can't. I'm scared the crap out of my kids. <laughs> we were going to go to Universal last year, and then I don't know. We just got caught up in stuff, and I don't remember what happened, but we didn't go. Well, a pandemic broke out. So. Oh, that's what it was. That's the thing. <laughs> I kept that damn and I thought everyone was worried about a panda medic. Like I was like, <laughs> like man, what is this? Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I'm see, I'm with you. I have multiple copies of the books. Like, it's one of those things. It's like it sucks to find out somebody's a scumbag. Because, like, I used to be a huge Kevin Spacey fan and loved all his movies and watched them all the time. <laughs> I mean, The Usual Suspects is one of the best movies I've ever seen. You go, K-Pax! You go! I didn't hate K-Pax. Go, K-Pax! <laughs> oh, no, he's trying to touch me! <laughs> I actually... I, I just had my... I just had Darrow watch uh, Swimming with Sharks for the first time over the past oh. year. I love that movie. It's so fucked up. It's so good. Is it it's Frank amazing. Yes. Yeah. I, my favorite, one of my favorite all-time actors, Frank Whaley. Dude, I I just want to see Frank Whaley and Parker Posey in a movie because it's like the king of the independent movies and the queen of the independent movies. Just do the thing already, come on! I loved him in Fred Claus. <laughs> that was pretty good too. 
Wow. Uh, Little Monsters. He was great as the villain in Little Monsters. Well, career I, opportunities, my friends. He career let, opportunities. He got, he got yeah. Superman yeah. cake and then ends up playing Lex Luthor. Oh, you're talking about Kevin's video. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got, we got two, two different things going on here. Yeah, there's so many things going on. Uh, <laughs> so, Jess, what else? Uh, what other uh, what other fandoms do you have like in characters? Well, I kind of like stepped on my own foot uh, there with that fandom for a minute because I have to live up to my name. So I'm going to have to go with another fandom franchise that I like is the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Because I have to go back to my horror roots. Yes. That's true. I was like, wait, are you going to say that like you love all of Zack Snyder's movies? Yes, yeah, I was thinking. That's what I thought you were going I was I thought you were going to say like, oh, I really like what Zack Snyder did with the Dawn of the Dead remake. I was thinking D Snyder maybe. So I'm a really big fan of <laughs> Twisted Sister. I love like fucking Strangeland. It's like Strangeland. Quoting different things at the same time. Um Oh geez! All right, so so go ahead, Jess. Can uh, continue. Robert England. Th- th- enough said. Mm-hmm. I have the glove over there. I'm a woman, Robert England. <laughs> I'm a man, Robert England. I get it. <laughs> I loved him in V. <laughs> yeah, I I actually I I I I had a photo uh, taken with him and, and uh, my buddy Alex Stevencenzo from BrokeHorrorFan.com, and. Uh, when we were in line, we were. It was right before us. It was. It was amazing to see. There was a young girl. I mean, she had to be like eight or nine years old, and she was so excited to meet him. And he was tickled pink that this little kid wanted to wanted to take a photo with him. Yeah. And he took he took a couple good photos with her. And but she was still she was shy because she was so nervous about meeting Robert England. Um, they finished the photos, and the pho- photographer was just like, "Okay, okay, next person." And Robert England, after a second, was like, "No, no, no." stop hold on and then walked away from the camera and went to the edge and went hey honey honey come back here come back here for one second now come here and then brought her out and had the photographer take like another half dozen photos to make sure that she got the absolute perfect one for her to remember it was wow awesome it was just so awesome to see that's cool ironically she slept well that night I, I as you mentioned um Justin the um I uh, he was on V he played Willie and I went to a convention with a friend of mine when we were kids because that's where we knew him from and he comes out on crutches with a cast on his leg and he's like oh you're probably wondering why I broke my my leg well I just made this movie I think you're going to like it it's called Nightmare on Elm Street and I play this character called Freddy Krueger it was we were like what what the heck is that and then of course it came out like a year later it was awesome <laughs> Now, J- Jess, is do you have a particular like a favorite movie out of the franchise, or just whole kit and caboodle? Oh, that's a hard question. It's not a hard question. That's an easy question. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. All right, so let me guess. Part three, part three, part three. All right, well, what about you, Jess? <laughs> part three. <laughs> hey, you want to hear something fun? I love. I love. Oh, I do like New Nightmare yeah, a lot. New Nightmare's um, good. It's funny when you look at New Nightmare and the fact that Wes Craven did Scream as well because mm-hmm. they were both meta horror right. and yeah. you weren't really getting a whole lot of that. It's like those two and uh, In the Mouth of Madness were like my go-tos for the longest time when it came to meta stuff. Like th- those are like 
high watermarks as far as I'm concerned. That was uh, a series, wasn't it? We'll say that again. That was the diner series, wasn't it? The diner? He, he did a, he did a, uh, basically, it was titled like Nightmare on Elm Street, but it was a TV series. And oh, based Freddy's on Nightmares. Freddy's Nightmares, yep. That's what it's called. It escaped me for a minute, but love. <laughs> no worries. That's why we have Justin here, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was fantastic. Very um, but no, no, that, that it, it was it was very short lived. It was uh, around the same time or thereabouts as the Friday the Thirteenth series, which was yep. also a, a fun anthology. Yeah, um, there's actually a little bit more connective tissue between a couple of the episodes of the Friday the Thirteenth series, but that, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, so I mean, pretty much everyone here is like part three is is like their favorite. Uh, yeah. That I'm not surprised by that at all. No, but, am I? I will say this, growing up watching those movies uh, for the longest time as a kid, uh, my favorite just for a full-on horror, not like fun, like kids having powers in their dreams kind of thing, full-on horror. I always was impressed with both parts one and two because of the fact that part one was, you know, you're, you know he haunts your dreams and you know, it, that's scary as it is. But the fact that part two actually directly connected to it and had it be that Freddie, because he got pulled through, was stuck there in that house and it became a full on possession story. So a very different type of horror story, but still right. the same character. I was always impressed by that. And it wasn't until I was like a junior in high school that uh, one of my buddies who in the nicest way possible is this you know gayer than a handbag full of rainbows it was like you know that part two is like a gay horror movie right and i was like what and, he, and then he just broke it all down for me and i was like oh whatever man it still rocked the shit so i don't give a fuck <laughs> i have to say though with part three for me when i saw that in the movies i was really disappointed mainly because the kid who was the D D kid he should his imagination should have just been able to do anything he wanted and they totally just wasted him and then boom he was dead um, and I, that was a big disappointment for me i so could there. i could i understand that it's sort of the same thing uh like not in the same movie but you know other side of the same coin uh the the comic book artist in part 5 yes the, the yep. dream child like a comic book artist what right like he got wasted that quick? Nah, nah. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're gonna be uh, giving these a, a rewatch. We just watched one the other day, and all I can think of is the pitch meeting. It's like, oh, how much how much blood did he have? Oh, like several hundred gallons. He probably <laughs> had I would be in heaven. <laughs> I know you would. Rufus Sewell on that one though, is my favorite. No like first like setup oh, thing of all of these franchises because i think it does such a good job of introducing freddy krueger and establishing what he like who he is and what he does and how like you know terrifying he can be the why he like, I, I don't think that you know uh some of the other franchises did as good of a job uh as as uh nightmare on elm street did with establishing that speaking of uh you know, speaking somebody, of a nightmare on Elm Street, somebody who will haunt you in your dreams, <laughs> sexy way. Uh, we just got joined by Leo. Hey, 
Hey, you all saying all bad things about me. I hope the snake not slayer. anymore. <laughs> not, not, not now. The slayer of snakes. <laughs> uh, I just want to say uh, uh, we got a couple of messages from uh, Leanne, from who is also known as Ursula Grimsworth on the other side of midnight, and uh, Michael Ravenshadow, wishing us a happy 250 right before uh, Trick or Treat Radio goes on. So appreciate that. Uh, so, Leo, we are uh, we're going around around the horn here, talking about uh, you know pants and uh, replacing Game of Thrones characters with Muppets. Uh, also, are you going to give every single person who pops? In- I was going to say like, you're going to get the rundown of every topic right to the point where they signed in. How do you feel about cargo shorts? <laughs> I, I might. I don't know. Too many pockets? Not enough. You decide. <laughs> Let's ask Rob Liefeld. Oh, wait, no. I'm wearing one shirt, but a pair of pants. What a conundrum. Uh, as for Game of Thrones, instead of Muppets, we just need to redo the last two seasons. Just I mean, that, Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I haven't finished it. Oh, and, and, then, don't worry about it. With Muppets. It probably would have been better with Muppets. Mm. If you didn't finish it now, just just stop. You'll you'll save yourself some pain. Just, <laughs> that's like, don't that's like Dexter. It. The well, I have the whole collection. Doesn't exist. Uh, Dexter is actually filming right down the street. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. You go there and you shake your fist and you tell them they messed up. Speaking <laughs> of... Uh, well, I mean, isn't this them trying to retcon things? No, yeah. they're coming up with a new season. Oh, okay. Well, new season, but I thought it's not retconning, but it, it's trying to repair the last season. That's yeah. what I thought. Uh-huh. And repairing in Game of Thrones, we are now also joined by Colleen the Conqueror. Hello. Hi. Colleen, none of those looks like a, uh, none of those pictures behind you looks like a Bruins jersey. (gasps) Speaking of, I just got it today. It's so pretty. Colleen, that, uh, one that in one of our, uh, our friends' groups, Major Sports Drops, it is signed by. 15 different Bruins, including a bunch who no longer play mm-hmm. for the Bruins. Uh, That's it. awesome. Uh, I was I was hoping there was like a follow-up explanation to why you brought up a jersey, because I was like, wow, Pat, <laughs> you're really good at telling what things aren't other things. <laughs> uh, I also don't see a tree house. <laughs> a dog, a fish, none of that. Uh, not a single rickshaw in sight. I would say his uh, his superpowers of of the uh, in the same universe as Captain Hindsight. Captain Hindsight. I was bitten by a retroactive spider. <laughs> <laughs> so Colleen, uh, all right. So now we've got we've got a bunch of people on here. Uh, I want to I want to ask my question before we get into uh, the next person's uh, uh, fandoms and characters that they like. So. This question assumes that you are familiar both with Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. Now, Rigor, you might not have watched all of Game of Thrones, but you might still be able to uh, answer this question if you've gotten about four seasons into it. Starts off in the final season. <laughs> the last- I'll be honest; I've only watched the first season so far. <laughs> in the last season, when uh, when. Uh, when Ned Stark mounts Drogon. Uh, <laughs> in the Vale of Jack, Erebor. When Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> takes the throne. What the frick? <laughs> um, so, who would you consider to be a worse dad? Denethor or Balon Greyjoy? 
Oh, aren't they almost the same? <laughs> Denethor <laughs> loves Boromir. Hello? He loves Boromir. He's all about that shit. He loved and Denethor, uh, not Denethor, uh, Balon. The steward, the steward of, of uh, yeah. <laughs> he also, um, let's see, he also likes, uh, what's his name, Pacey from... Uh, from Dawson's, uh, Creek? Dawson's Creek, yeah, on Fringe. So. Joshua yeah. Jackson, yeah, he likes him because he was his son on Fringe. So, oh, yep. Oh, oh we yeah. got we got Joe the uh, John Noble, isn't that his name? John? Yes. Yeah, John Noble. Right. Yep. We got Joe from the other side of midnight and uh, multiple other things as no. well. A stoop. Ever. No one else wants to pick this this uh, hot topic up about Denethor. 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 Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not as well versed in the Lord of the Rings as many of you might be. Uh, I, I watch the movies and I've read The Hobbit. Uh, the books themselves may as well be the literary version of Nightwill for me. Yes. <laughs> uh, but given what you've known of how Denethor acts towards his children, especially Faramir, uh, who do you think is the worst dad? Definitely oh, Greyjoy. Definitely Greyjoy. Greyjoy? Mm. Justin, yeah, Greyjoy's terrible. Yeah. yeah, that guy's the worst. Yeah, what a dick. I <laughs> hope he drowns. Oh. <laughs> uh, I hope he tumbles off a rickety bridge. What, <laughs> I hope he falls off a rickety bridge, the bastard. <laughs> uh, Leo, uh, you know, of the two, I would say Greyjoy. But if I had a choice, I'd go Tywin. Oh, Tywin's the best. He's the worst. He's not even one of the choices. I know, but <laughs> going by worst dads, he's he's the peak. He's Did the son's hooker. Like that. Uh, how yeah. is Stannis not the worst father? Well, because we haven't got because oh. not every <laughs> I see. We're getting political, huh? Oh well. Yeah, yeah well the North remembers, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about Pepper you there, Rigor? What do you What do you think? Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I only got to the end of season one, so I don't know if I'm, you've seen Faith uh, no. on Greyjoy yet. No, I'm just still upset that Michael, um, that what's his name, um, Sean Bean got killed. <laughs> so yeah, in a stunning move that absolutely no one watching that show saw coming. <laughs> what? You weren't waiting for that national treasure. You're like, this guy's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I just watched that the other day, and I thought it was like I've seen this before, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna die this time. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen, how about you? Um, well, I think it's interesting because Greyjoy did have those two older sons that died, and that's kind of when he took his fall, the same way that Denethor did when Boromir died. So uh, there's kind of a parallel there, but between the two of them, Greyjoy is kind of a larger deck. So <laughs> I'll go. I'll go with that too. Did you pay the iron price for that, girl? <laughs> That's what I thought. I dub him Unfaramir. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you like Boromir better. It's not fair, Boromir. I'm you? David Tudis. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they're both just the worst. horrible, horrible. But uh, at least um, I think I have to go with Greyjoy because he's horrible to like all of his children. That's true. Mm -hmm. uh, folks, folks watching, who do you think is worse? Denethor from Lord of the Rings or uh, Balon Greyjoy? 
I don't know if I if I heard Sarah chime in in the background. No, but, uh, let us know. We got. If you uh, like cherry tomatoes, you hate Denethor. Oh yes. <laughs> that scene oh. is so haunting forever. <laughs> Oh, I want some chicken wings and tomatoes. Like, <laughs> why should your songs be unfit for my holes? They actually filmed that at a medieval times. When the <laughs> Renaissance? <laughs> yes. yes, they did. They went back to the medieval times. <laughs> All right, we have a Facebook user. I'm guessing is Sarah. Yep, Sarah says Greyjoy. So it's pretty much unanimous. As <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> As big of a tool as Denethor is. Uh, let's see. Bob says you can count on one hand the amount of respectable people in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's is like it... Ghost and Sam. <laughs> Pretty much. Is it the Kingslayer's hand? Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Shh, shh, shh. You can count on a single hand. <laughs> Sorry. Who's the name of that guy that got killed? Oh, no. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, oh, there he goes. He's leaving. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everybody. Uh, oh, that's, the, that's the first advice I give to anybody who's going to watch that show. Like, oh, who's your favorite character? Don't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, you know, I really uh, I like this guy, Ned. Mm. Mm. So heads up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need it's all to, about Varric Dondarrion. That's all you need to know. Before we get to Justin, <laughs> I need to point something out. And I've said this on Facebook a few times. The next time someone tells you you can't have things both ways, just remember Sean Bean's name is not pronounced Sean Bon or Seen Bean. Just remember that. <laughs> The more you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, Justin, your favorite. Uh, I really like the dire wolf. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were cute puppies. I want. Oh, are you kidding me? Like, I could have a fucking uh, wolf pack of 100 roaming the Riverlands on a, a, a fucking wolf I could ride like a horse. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, Justin, uh, next to you, because we're doing alphabetical order, so it'll then be uh, Rigor, Leo, and Colleen. It's this is a, it's such a hard question. I mean, I know we've talked about, like, so many of these. Um, you know, just to, to build on, a, on a, a couple that have probably never really been discussed on the show, um, I'm a big fan of the Dark Crystal. Um, shout out to Skipper Bob out there. Uh, we've talked about it a couple times. Um, so a huge fan of Jim Henson, anything Muppets, Fraggles, huge Fraggle fan. Yes! Um, <laughs> Gravity Falls. I don't think you guys have talked about Gravity Falls yet, right? We haven't watched Gravity Falls. I've yes. heard that there's a lot of, um, like, weirdly enough, like Twin Peaks references in yes. Gravity Falls. Yes. Which, which, not to, I'm not trying to make a pun, but that's really piqued my interest because, like, I love Twin Peaks. I probably should have brought that up, but Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was kind of, I was kind of taken aback by that. I was like, hmm, do I need to check this cartoon out? You like Rick yeah. and Morty, so there's tie-ins to Rick and Morty. There's tie-ins to Weird Al Yankovic. So there's two connections Ooh. for you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm like li literally like a super fanboy. So, but just like those two like even just like gravity falls just to discuss because it like has been brought up 
I have one. It's funny. My kids will even attest to this. I have one catchphrase in my life. It's that Gravity Falls has the most beautiful animation I've ever seen. I say it so often. Bob says, what? Go watch. Go fuck. <laughs> I, we, I guess we see what we want to see. Yeah, Pat. <laughs> so, uh, where, where is Gravity Falls? Where, where, where can you watch? I thought it was Goldfinger. <laughs> um, Gravity Falls is in um, Oregon. Girlfriend. Or girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, it's in Oregon, I believe. No, no. I mean, where uh, is it? Like uh, Hulu? Oh, Disney. Disney Plus. Uh, Hulu does have it. <laughs> I believe it takes place in the land of animated It lives inside of us all. Real <laughs> gravity falls with the friends we made along, along the way. way. Yeah. Tapes. Would someone help gravity up? <laughs> you, you just reminded me of like one of those geek moments. Like, how do you know you're a geek, right? I was I was uh, working and we were doing this um, thing for Halloween. I was working as a manager of a bank and and uh, one of my employees' mom comes up and I go, oh, are you going to dress up for Halloween? She's like, yeah, I'm going to be Medea. I'm like, oh, I bet you didn't think I knew who that was. The wife of Jason and the Argonauts. She cut a, people into pieces and threw them off at their pursuit of the Golden Fleece. They looked at me like I had three freaking heads. <laughs> Just like, good job, yeah. buddy. I'm that guy. So, Wait, yeah. Uh, she was like, no, I meant more like hallelujah. Tyler, Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bob says it's uh, either watching this or TakeOver. I don't know what TakeOver That's the is. NXT. Rassel. National Xylophone <laughs> Tournament. It is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, you know, you have to be careful because when they get to the end, they hit the dynamite. Everybody, <laughs> everyone leaves because they think it's just they're being attacked by spooky skeletons. Since <laughs> Shivers, quick out. Uh, Igor, how about you? Favorite uh, fandoms and and some of your favorite characters. All right, well, I'm not going to bore you guys with this one, but my longtime 40 year obsession is General Hospital. Been watching that since I was eleven, and uh, I could go on for another forty years about that. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, I have to say, let's see. Lately, what have I been into? Uh, regular show is one of those things. Yes, that just yes. Go away. I, I love that show. Um, I think it's awesome I've ending. I've been on catching that too. the um, the original Muppet Show on Disney Plus. On which. The regular oh, show. awesome ending. Regular show on... has like that'll bring you to tears if you watch that show and then get oh, to regular the show. Yes, yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. So good. Yeah. The the one that always gets me is Skips's origin. I just <laughs> love that when he finally explains his whole life and why he's the way he is. Mark Hamill. Um. <laughs> I haven't watched that. <laughs> but I've been checking oh, out yeah. a lot of the old um the original Muppet Show lately. I watched, um, they had, it was, I started, of course, I got my grandson watching it now. So we started with Vincent Price, of course. And then um, the next episode was like Christopher Reeve and then Linda Carter. And it was just, I just remember them all from when I was a kid. I was allowed to stay up to watch that when it was on. <laughs> I actually have a so, yeah. friend of mine who, uh, he did the, he did a wood burning plaque for me of Vincent Price. And it is one of my prizes. Oh, that's awesome. Your that's Price cool. possession. Yeah. My price. Yeah. <laughs> well done. You know, and uh, aside from you know, of course, watching most of the CW superhero shows, which I love. I mean, I could get into that for hours. Um, been catching a lot of Quantum Leap because it's on. Uh, I think it's on Charge TV, so I'll happen to 
every time I stop watching whatever I'm doing, the regular TV comes on and that channel happens to be on. So I've been catching a lot of Quantum Leap lately. I just love that. I think Scott Bakula's acting. Every time you start watching it, you're just like, oh boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that show is so ahead of its time, too. I like, loved Quantum Leap. Loved so it. Good. And it was one of the biggest bummers of my fucking life how they ended that show. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Sam Beckett. Never made it home. Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> All that time and you end it with a fucking t- like card. That's what breaks the first fucking rule of filmmaking. Show it. Don't tell it. At least it was somewhere where it turned out to be taking place in the mind of an autistic kid with a snow globe. (laughs) Hey, at least they even got off the Gilligan's Island. Showed the kid with the snow globe. That's true. (laughs) They didn't put the card up. This has all been. This is all a kid's dream. (laughs) What? You know what? What really disappointing. What were they doing in the writers' room? All of it. <laughs> no, what really disappointed me was the movie Lord of Illusions because I went into that thinking, all right, Scott Bakula was going to be awesome. And they gave him like no emotional range whatsoever. He was flat through the whole movie. And I don't think that was his fault. I think that was the, the filmmaker's fault. You got to watch and, Unnecessary Roughness. That'll, was, that'll put it. you straight. Yeah, I saw that actually. Yeah. Dude, I was just going to say that. I actually love that movie. Wait, wait, let's yeah. go back. Go ahead, Brandon. Let's go. <laughs> Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! <laughs> I love that. Was like Kathy Ireland in that? Yes, yes. Yeah. In Sinbad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sinbad, Kathy Ireland. Um, is it Hector Elizondo? He's I the think you're right. Yeah, he's, he's oh, the yeah. coach. I believe. I believe he is. But uh, yeah, Robert Loja. I don't know. <laughs> Robert Loja. You know That's how to No. R as in Robert Loja. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! Oh my god! It's Robert Loja. B as in I love that guy. Robert Loja. Okay. Well, e this is going on now. Everybody loves Robert Loja. <laughs> R as in Robert Loja. I want to see a fight. Jim, look between. over there. Robert Loja. I want to see a fight between Robert Loja and Jonathan Banks. <laughs> Bob says my planet oh needs. I have to go now. Shout oh, out to the creatures. Jonathan skills. Banks. Get, I, I just have uh, to. <laughs> real, real quick, I was just saying, Jonathan Banks. Um, I, I, I had my wife watch Airplane for the first time. <laughs> Did you know that he's in that? Yeah. He's one of the guys in the control tower in airplane. Yes, he yeah. had, a, had a fucking air in it. It really right, threw yeah. my shit off. <laughs> yeah. Lots of coffee, Frank. No oh, that's fucking Mike Unitrout. What's the vector, Victor? <laughs> Roger, Roger. What's our clearance? Do we have clearance, Clarence? <laughs> what? Brent, What's that clearance, Clarence? We, well, we have to do a uh, when we like we were doing the uh, the uh, what you call it the uh, Mel Brooks films. We have to do uh, airplane. Oh man! You ever seen a grown man yeah. naked, Billy? You like you like gladiator movies? You like Joey. gladiator movies? You no, know I was saying that watching the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of that, all three are up. Nice. Um, the, uh, the, I was just going to say real quick, uh, Skipper. I could. I need new glasses. I could have sworn his. Uh, he said, uh, "My plants need me now." <laughs> I'm like, wow, that guy really takes care of his plants. He doesn't mess around, man. He's got topiaries. Yeah, his Kentucky Fried Man movie. It's like an Audrey That's 2 funny. scenario going on over there. Uh, <laughs> Skip a bomb. Feed me. 
you're gonna like uh is that mother brain from captain n it is <laughs> i know i know like an episode of the other side of midnight when we do little shop of horrors Ooh. yeah <laughs> uh so leo so how about you oh sorry regar were you done or were you gonna keep well going? yeah i was gonna just gonna say um oh, yeah. i gotta get going but i wanted oh. to congratulate you guys on you know 250 episodes and I just finished listening to your Snyder Cut episode. Jesus Christ, that was longer than the actual Snyder Cut. <laughs> was I blame them. Mission accomplished. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I did want to just throw in my two cents about that because uh, um, I, you know me, Pat. You and I have talked about this. I, I didn't like Man of Steel. I didn't like Batman vs Superman. I hated the original Justice League. I fucking loved the Snyder Cut. And it made me like Ezra Miller's Flash, which I did not like at the beginning. You know, when I first saw it, um, and the, the 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 movie damn movie was four hours long, and I had to stop it to go do stuff, and I didn't want to. That's how good I liked it. So I thought they really they kind of brought it home with that one. I, I also agree. And as we say on this show, fuck Joss Whedon. That's right. <laughs> so congratulations, Ash and Patsy. Thank you. Thank you, so thank much. you and thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Yep. Thank you for having me. On Saturday, yes, Bye, yeah. Oh, but before I forget, watch the um, Shaolin Hellgate. You're gonna want to watch it twice. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. You're okay. gonna need two viewings. <laughs> all right, I take will... care, everyone. All right. Bye. 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 All right. So now we're down to six. I don't know if you guys saw, but we just uh, posted. I I guested uh, on Then Is Now with uh, Rigor, and we got to talk to uh, Ron Mars. So the uh, comic book writer. That was pretty fun. Oh, wow. Ooh. One of the first comic book writers I ever heard of receiving death threats. Yeah, we kind of talked about that a little bit, too. You know, yeah, that you, Lobo versus Wolverine thing. Yeah. Well, well worth a discussion. And then then uh, also, again, when he made Hal Jordan the bad guy and replaced him with Kyle Rayner, people lost their minds all over again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a total comic nerd thing. <laughs> no, totally fine. I must bet. <laughs> Listen, it, it happened 28 years ago, and I need to talk about it. This guy's all pissed off about Hal Jordan and Aresia. <laughs> deep cut. Deep cut. Um, oh, oh. My arm hurts. Um, so he got punched by Mike Tyson. No, that would hurt. It would be more like if I tried punching Mike Tyson. So, like, eh. <laughs> well, not right now. Not with this hand. You ever punch anybody? I know you got brothers, right? So you must have punched somebody in the face I, before, right? So here's a fun story. When I was doing uh, kung fu, I was in uh, instructor he does training. Kung fu. I I uh, I had been training for about six weeks. I was a uh, white belt initiate, and I was like, I've learned a lot. Let me see what I can do. So I, I had talked to this guy <laughs> beforehand. I'm like, oh, I want to go up against <laughs> what I was thinking. And this guy had uh, 16 years of martial arts training. He trained with the Gracies out in San Francisco, and also, like, he was a, so he was a black belt in multiple disciplines. Like I just want to see because like you do you do martial arts and you're like oh yeah I could totally kick somebody's ass. It's like let me see how I do against someone who's trained. Not well it turns out. <laughs> He's like listen, I'm gonna go at you 
as hard as you go at me. He's not, he's not, he's like, uh, I'm not going to like match your energy. Like, oh, your hundred percent is my 10%. If you do a hundred percent, I'm doing a hundred percent. I'm like, all right, well, let's see what I can do. And so, you know, I'm on offense first and we're throwing punch combinations and kick combinations. He's just swatting me away as if I'm a toddler. <laughs> and then it's his turn. Like the belt, the buzzer goes off and the dude just changed. He's just like, Hah! and fucking destroyed me. And all my padding on people like the next day were like, what happened to you? And I was like, I'm like, oh, I was, you know, sparring. Like, you should have worn some protective gear. This is with the protective gear. I did tag him once, and he said it was a good shot. Like, I uh, I faked with a left kick and went with my right, and I kicked him right in the kidney, which was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> That'll only make him mad. <laughs> uh, he ended up, like, giving me this, uh, this move. It's like a, it's called a press back fist where like someone goes to hit you and you knock their hand down. And while their face is exposed, you backhand them in the face. That's when I got the bloody nose and like all the instructors and stuff were worried that like, oh, no, he got a bloody nose. He's going to he's going to want to leave. He's this and that. And it's like, no, like I just wanted to see what my skill level was. And I need some improvement. (laughs) He had training a little later as well. And like. The, the guy who ran the school used him for a demonstration because they were worried that I was going to leave. And he's like, yeah, so he hit me like in the jaw and like everything flashed white and I lost like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and like I came back the next day, they're like, oh, you know, we were worried. I was like, no, like, yeah, he hit me in the face like 40 times, but like he only made me bleed once. Like I know that it takes four kicks in the face. There's gonna be a better way to get a progress report, bud. (laughs) Hey, how do you think I'm doing? A okay. No, not 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 as much as I thought I was. Apparently, like oh yeah, I could totally kick somebody's ass. Let's go. And no, it turns out more training is valuable. Sounds like a a lesson of humility. Sounds like Mr. Dumpling from the movie Sidekicks. <laughs> he defeats his enemies by beating their fists with his face. <laughs> oh God, I love that! I haven't seen that movie in years. Jonathan Brandis, yeah. Joe Piscopo. <laughs> I haven't I seen it in a long it. time either, but I still love it. I had his album. Uh, I think it was like a Oh New Jersey type thing. Is I had that on cassette. Yeah. How many covers of Sinatra songs were on it? Six. <laughs> <laughs> four songs on the album. Uh, Those little town blues. The only, the only other movie with Piscopo that like comes to mind, like that I Johnny can- Dangerously. No. Um, Dead, Dead Heat. Yeah. With Treat Williams. Treat friggin' Williams. My brother got me that movie, and I watched it like for one Christmas, like, like fucking 12, 15 years ago. I don't know. And I was like, I watched it, and my mom watched it with me. She's like, oh, let's watch that movie your your brother got you. So I watch it. I'm like, where the hell did you find this? In the free bin at the car wash? What? <laughs> at the car wash. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. No, just sleepy. Uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I heard that was a great story, story, by the way, Patsy, about you and the martial arts. Oh, yeah, thank you. 
uh, I heard I heard this great joke the other day. We were watching. Um, well, you were watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and it was the best. And I know that uh, Brandon will also uh, appreciate this joke, being a, a hefty gentleman uh, who enjoys pizza. Uh, I do. They would do something called what was it? Snatch Game. Was no, it was they, no. they were just ripping on each other. It, are you talking about the roast episode? The roast episode, yeah. And one of the queens was insulting one of the other ones, and as, as one does in a roast. Yes, and was like, "Oh, you're so fat uh, that when you watch porn, you come when the pizza gets delivered." That <laughs> <laughs> was the greatest thing ever. I was like. Uh. I, I can't. <laughs> oh. Is that extra sausage? Ah! <laughs> yes. But that's not the reason why I'm excited. <laughs> uh, Leo. Yes, sir. So aside from Baby Yoda, who were some of your favorite characters and favorite fandoms? Uh, I don't know if, uh, uh, Brandon, you'll appreciate this, because I don't know if you can see this behind Leo. Let's give him solo layout. Uh-oh. Above his head. Do you see what he's got? Oh, yeah. I saw that when it was tiny. The Secret Wars with the uh, first appearance of Black Suit? Yeah. Number Indeed. Eight. It's Number awesome. Nine. Number 10, right? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man. Yeah, I know. that It was tough because, you know. With Wed? Yeah. Silly string? Yeah. <laughs> it disappeared after 30 minutes. Ah, oh, it's signed by Toby McGuire. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, uh, cool. um, well, uh, what I'm currently watching, I'm one of the five remaining people still watching Walking Dead and enjoying it. Um, this well, week's and- episode was amazing. It was all on Negan. It was, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's sad that it's coming to an end. Well, Partially an end, but uh, Negan, that's the guy that doesn't eat any animal products, and he tells everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Kurt's gonna kick me. <laughs> so, uh, I just wanted to say, uh, just to back up with uh, Rigor, uh, talking about Quantum Leap, I, I love that as well. But I thought, and I'll get you guys advice on this. Um, at the end, I thought the bartender was God, and he was like in purgatory the whole show. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I I figured as well. Yeah. Um, but I still, I still think it's a cop out to to end it in such a way. I mean, I'm if the ending it, that's fine. You know, do what you got to do. And I understand that the rug was pulled out from underneath. Um, everyone, CBS. no NBC, NBC, NBC. yeah, um, yeah, because they they was it uh, Don Belisario was the the executive producer slash creator mm-hmm. and they legitimately were ready they they had pretty much all the unofficial thumbs up to go ahead for the next what was going to be the last season and then NBC was like gotcha bitch and that was it no more quantum leap after that so instead of a resolution they had to just put up that final card that just plainly says Dr. Sam Beckett never made it home. And I was, I mean, you have to understand I'm, I'm, I just turned 39. So I watched that show as a small kid. My dad worked nights. Uh, so I stayed up late to say goodbye to him. Cause I freaked out when I was very little, when I'd wake up and he wasn't home. So I saw a lot of quantum leap 
and it became a show I watched with my mom like every Wednesday night when it was on. I remember the night. I looked forward to it. And I was absolutely crestfallen, completely heartbroken when I saw that final scene for Quantum Leap. It, 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 it destroyed, like, I think I must have been like 10 or 11 or something at that point. And it was probably one of the very first, like, eye-opening experiences for me insofar as, like, what could happen in show business. Like, oh, just because you like a thing doesn't mean you're going to get the end of the thing that you like. Mm -hmm. I will say that was my second favorite thing I've ever seen Dean Stockwell in. I think the first is uh, the, the boy with green hair. No, the scene in Blue Velvet where he's doing the duet with Dennis Hopper <laughs> in, into the lamp, which is just fucking surreal. And in a Lynch movie, what? <laughs> so I'm sorry, Leah. We uh, we interrupted you. Please. Oh no no no! I I, I diverted the conversation. Um. I'm loving Star Trek Discovery. Can't wait for the next season. Uh, and it's shocking how many you know times I'll bring it up, and a lot of people don't like that show for some reason. Um, well, let me let me tell you about Michael Burnham. Have you heard about Michael Burnham? By the way, Michael Burnham. So there's other characters Star Trek. You know, just get on that. <laughs> well, they they. That's why people are are like that because it is it's a great show and yeah. they're doing great things with it. Like the effects are amazing. It has Jason Isaac in the first season, who's one of my favorite. Um, you know, because oh, he even... was in you know Event Horizon. So, but <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, Discovery's a good show. It's just it they focus too much on the crappy character that everyone's like, ah, oh, get out of our face. Yeah. Well, I mean, now that she's captain, I'm I I know they'll focus even more on her. But it was nice that. <laughs> So you got that going for yeah. you. Uh, but it, it, was, it was nice. Uh, what's that? Which is nice. Oh. <laughs> Which is nice. <laughs> See, look, it, it drives there up a wall. I do it constantly. Uh, still, uh, Star Trek still lo uh, lower decks also is amazing. Yes. Um, yes. Absolutely. You mentioned uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, Solar Opposites is friggin' phenomenal hilarious oh, yeah. it's pretty funny show yeah i like the little terrarium he has of all the people that have been yeah, mean I, to him these collected did, did you watch uh the latest season no, yes and ever since this most recent season and i know it's like a reference to another show but i constantly now more so than ever have been doing the ron howard narrative asides from arrested development and just <laughs> automatically going ding -ding 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 -ding, just because of thomas middleditch in that fucking show dude i will be completely honest with you i cannot watch it because i cannot stand thomas middleditch i hate him with the burning intensity of a billion suns i don't oh. know what it is there's certain people I just I cannot stand them. Uh, Nick Kroll is another one. <laughs> so you're missing oh. out on Big Big Mouth. Damn. Cannot oh. stand him. Um, I, I used love that one. Jason Sudeikis is another guy who I can't stand because he punched uh, Baby Yoda. I used to like. Mm. Uh, I, I get Sudeikis a bit. Will Arnett a lot until he did Lego Batman, and then that's the only voice he does forever now. That's how he talks all the time. Even Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, Vernon. Yeah. Batman. Hey guys, I got a new car. You're Batman again. You know. It's like, oh, sorry. Did I'm you catch? Batman. Did you catch the uh, the sandwich he made in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie? Parmesan and mustard. And yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, there's certain guys. Who's the other one? The the 
not Nick Offerman, but it's like Nick Swardson. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Nick Offerman. Uh, Nick Offerman has a I love the Great North. If you yeah, that's a good North. show. Yeah. Um, but no, there's just certain guys like, like he Thomas Middleditch brought down my enjoyment of Godzilla King of the Monsters for every scene that he was in because he's just the same fucking guy every time. Like, oh, look at me. I'm the king of Fruity Land, and I'm the same character I was when I was in the Verizon commercials because I have one fucking note. I liked him well, in Board Heads. He's, he's de- I mean, the the character that he voices in Solar Opposites is definitely like a, a fucking dingbat shithead. So make of that what you will. He's he's goofy as hell and very stupid. It's hilarious. Now, that's the guy from uh, Silicon Valley, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, didn't he just get me too'd or something? Did he? Yeah, he did. He just got in trouble. Jesus Christ! Him and Ehrlich Bachman. Uh, what's yeah. it? T.J. Uh, T.J. Miller. Miller. Well, yeah. that I mean that that that's been going on for him for yeah, for yeah. the beginning for a while. Wow, that's. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say that's unfortunate, except for the people that you know clearly had to deal with him. If that were the case, but man, that's. Yeah, from That's... what I from what I read, he forced a open relationship on his wife. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's been like a trend lately almost. Like a lot of people have been doing that. Was that I like just... the Will Smith Jada Pinkett thing too? I, you know, I, I, I didn't I didn't watch that stuff, but I thought I, I from from my part, I thought that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett it, it seemed more like they were separated in she dated yeah, someone. They were taking a break from what I remember of that specific encounter. Yes, they were apart. She decided yeah. that she wanted to uh, basically groom this young man who wasn't even a man at the time. No. What was it? He was a 12 year old girl? He was like a 17 year old boy. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm just busting chops. But, uh, no, it's funny when you. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> was watching that's, that's a, a fair reaction, Jess. I I get it. I was watching a, an interview with uh, uh, on on one of the uh, news stations I follow, and Matt Gates referred to the the woman that he's uh, in trouble with as a seventeen year old woman. It's like mm-hmm. no, so many people do that. It's so gross. No, that's mm-hmm. not what that is. No, Mm-mm. I don't like that I at all i don't even like a 19 year old woman because teenager my daughter's 16 let this guy show up at the door and i'll show him my you know press palm back fist to face oh, <laughs> famous teenager who's no longer a teenager now and guess what she's already a million dollars we talked about this the other day the uh the, the fuck's her name the chick from Jerry Springer. Catch me outside. How about that? Yeah. People are like, ooh, she's 18 now. She just turned 18. It's like, yeah, you're 35. You're gross. Like, but apparently she started in OnlyFans and like she made a million. Yeah, she made a million dollars within the first couple hours of her OnlyFans being live. Which is gross. I, I had heard something about like she had been approached by porn producers like shortly after her interview like some people like, were just she, yeah she like some 13? people were just counting down the seconds and that so, they were trying to get her mother to sign off on her when she was 15 years old 
which is gross. Is this like anti-fandoms here? Because I don't like any yeah, of these so, things. So, yeah. anyway, so anyway, Leo, I also yeah. really like Solar Opposites. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, 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 I was really yeah. looking forward to that second season and enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's get back to Leo. What else, what else do you like? Uh, let's see. Uh, recently, uh, Close Enough on HBO, another good animated show. Um, yes, yes. Uh, J J G Quintel, the yeah. creator of Regular Show. That's a great show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, I got back into watching Voltron on Netflix. Um, you guys watch Final Space at all? No. I Final Space is excellent. Start constantly. Mm -hmm. But that Voltron's good though. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Again, I'm the nerdiest guy in the room. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm so over there somewhere. So here, here's a character that you should cover that I'm sure you never covered. Jesus. No. Uh, from the 80s TV show, Sledgehammer. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. Wow. Yeah. You know what? You should, you, should do, you should do Sledgehammer and then do another follow-up to um, – oh, my God. What was the creator's name? Uh, uh, Fred uh, Williamson? No, that's no. the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hunter, um, um, no, it's <laughs> – I can't. No, uh, it, it, the guy who the guy who did Sledgehammer. He's like, he's a really smart guy, but he Peter his Gabriel. projects are. Was it Peter Gabriel? Oh my God! <laughs> Jump in. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, Danny Elfman did the score. Uh. David Rush was uh, Sledgehammer. Uh, Alan Spencer. Yes. Yep. He did a he did a series that is very much in the same vein. As Sledgehammer, but uh, far less uh, censored because it was on IFC called Bullet in the Face. Oh, wow. And it is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, it's a Canadian actor named Max Williams who plays the main character, but the villains are played by Eric Roberts and Eddie Izzard. And they are warring mob bosses in a, in a like mega city kind of place, like, like Judge oh. Dredd esque. And it's just crime everywhere just left and right and the whole premise the conceit is this mastermind villain who works for eddie izzard and this do-gooder cop both shoot at each other during a robbery and the cop catches like a bullet to the neck and dies and the criminal gets his face ripped open by the bullet so they take the cop's face and put it on the criminal's body and then make him go undercover to his old his old gang to try to sell out eddie izzard it's awesome. It's six That's, episodes wow. long. It ends on a cliffhanger. There were never any plans to continue the series. It's outstanding. It's called it's like, Face On. It's well, like Robocop meets Face bullet, Off. Yeah. Bullet, bullet in the face. Bullet in the face. I'm going to write that down. But yeah, same, yeah. same as uh, Sledgehammer, they ended the first season with him blowing up the city with a nuclear bomb, thinking they'll never continue. And then, what, they did two more seasons? <laughs> I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised by what you see in the last episode of that season, Leo. I'll, I'll definitely uh, hunt it down. Uh, the other thing is uh, Letter Kenny. I I'm trying to get everybody to watch that show. Oh, genius. I, that. I tried. It, you need to get past uh, Fart Book. Like, yes, that's the worst episode. Yeah. And it's episode three. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
it's it's a show where people stand there and they give two line stories. No. Well, the the thing, I mean, like, I don't want to speak for anybody. I don't want to speak for anybody else and why they might like it, but I, I was I was I threw it on as a lark. I was like, eh, all right, I'll I'll just check it out. This is before a lot of people were talking about it. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm a trendsetter. It was just like I had Hulu and there was fucking nothing on, so I yeah. I tossed it on. And, and like, I started. There's that guy from the Halo scene in, in Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> a squirrely darns boy. <laughs> but I watched it and I was like half paying attention for the first couple minutes, and then I was like, "Well, wait a minute!" And I actually started listening in the the rapid fire back and oh. forth between every single character is just one of the most impressive things I've ever seen on a show or movie in my entire life. The, the cadence that they do it with, and they just don't miss a beat. Every single person is fucking on it in that show. Whether it's, whether it's something very witty that they're saying or just incredibly stupid, everyone knows exactly how to time what they're saying. It, it, it's something to behold. And also, fun fact, the guy who created the show with Jared Kiso and has directed every single episode was one of the original kids on Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon. Nice. Oh, wow. Jacob Tierney. I just started that. I fell down. Keep an eye out for him. He's, he's he, in the first season. He's, he's got the hair parted down the middle. He's got kind of a doofy thing going on. It looks like a goofy little Irish kid. Oh, that's so great. That's the that's the co-creator of Letterkenny. No, I, I, I feel you just though. Uh Letterkenny, not funny. I don't get it. It's I, not for me. Yeah, like exit. Uh and I just I, I gave it a go. I got through most of the first season. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah, it's just not funny. It's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah no, I, I only got it? to three episodes, and that was it for me. Oh, that third episode, man! Yeah, I like, know, I know. So I just heard you say that, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should go back and look." I don't know. Yeah, but... I, would, I would recommend anybody watching it for the first time just never watch episode three. It is the worst. <laughs> it sucks that it's so. I just keep high waiting for it to get funny. You know, yeah, honestly, honestly, honestly so if, if you don't if you don't dig it, that's cool. You know, comedy is 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 it's objective, so it depends on what it is. That you personally like, you know, not everything is for everyone. And but I mean, anybody that gives you shit about not liking it, they can get fucked with a rusty chainsaw. <laughs> well, it, it's also one of the shows that you really grow to like the characters. You know, there's really yeah. no character that's really truly unlikable on the show. The bartender, uh, she's kind of creepy. I'm pretty sure I don't like Marie Fred. She can go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I were bullshit. When we saw that happen, yeah. Dara and I, we both love that show. And when we saw what went down, we were like, what? I hope on somebody, we we're like, where's his sister? She needs to go fuck her up right now. <laughs> the way people, I forgot about her. Uh, yep. Letter Kenny, uh, the way they describe it, the way that they love it and the characters. It's similar to the Shit's Creek fandom. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Are you about to say you don't like Shit's Creek? No, I no. love Shitscreek. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I just, don't you listen to this show? <laughs> yeah. well, that's why I was very confused. I was like, I thought I thought we were on the same page on that one. Oh, no, 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 no. But what I'm saying though is, you know, the way that uh, fans talk about Watergate, you know, that the 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 humor isn't for everyone, and you really grow to love the characters. And you know, I I feel that way about Shit's Creek. You know, when when describing it to other people, you know, who are like, you know, uh, uh, it, it's not 
laugh out loud funny. It's not everyone's cup of tea when it comes to humor. You know, it's very on brand with Eugene Levy and Christopher Guest, that type of comedy. Um, but, you know, when people describe letter canning, it, it reminds me of people talking about Schitt's Creek because, you know, it's just, I, I think they kind of come from a similar place. Well, they are both very Canadian sitcoms. Well, I mean, there's yeah. that, you know, uh, <laughs> but, but it's, a, it's a subtle brand of humor that doesn't necessarily catch on here in the U.S. Well, you, you know, I love Schitt's Creek. It's, it's one of my top five shows of all time. And I think one of the reasons why it works so well is because as a sitcom, it actually starts off in the place where most sitcoms end and goes backwards. Most sitcoms start with characters and over time they devolve into caricatures with Schitt's Creek. They started off as caricatures and they built their character over time. So you actually cared about them as people by the time the show ended. See, and that makes all the difference. I am so Patsy has tried watching a couple of episodes. He doesn't like it. And I, I'm trying to get him to stick with it. At least get through the first season. Just watch the first um, 47 episodes. I swear <laughs> it gets better. But, like, but you really start to care about these characters and these characters, the character evolution of the Rose family alone. Mm-hmm is so what our show is about well yeah absolutely i mean like you, I, this would make for a killer podcast discussion i do enjoy i've seen some clips and it's like there's some stuff that's pretty funny but there's some other stuff that is just like pat how how far have you made it into the show i'm just curious he, ha he has two episodes oh, it, okay he, let he me barely, let me he barely watched two episodes okay let me is into something already deciding that he's not going to like it. Not true. Uh, well, listen, no. Pat, Pat, <laughs> you are not supposed to like them at all when no, you start I watching the show. So, uh, I mean, again, she, she's rewatched it a bunch of times and I've caught, you know, different things, different parts of different, um, different episodes. So I've seen, you know, uh, a, a a fair cross section. I mean, I couldn't tell you what episode was what, and you know when when it takes place chronologically. But some of the stuff is pretty good. He some interrupted just... me yesterday, uh, or I should say the other day, during the David Rose giving Patrick the Tina Turner lap dance, and I'm like, this is one of my favorite parts, and I'm like, and you're not going to get it. It's going to look stupid to you. Well, especially because it. It goes hand in hand with another scene, right? From uh, I, I think it's yeah. this episode. Well, say that again. It was what? I think it's the previous episode. Oh, really? Wow, is that, that episode? Or, or I don't know if it's a previous episode or like it, it's a couple of episodes in like before yes, that. But it, it relates to a very, very sweet and beautiful moment. That occurs right. earlier in the series. Right. And that's what I'm trying to I'm like, like he's like coming in and he's like talking and shit. And I'm like, no, you need to stop talking. And I'm so sorry I bumped your arm. Why couldn't you come in Because <laughs> this is my non-dominant arm. This is for my puppet arm. Oh my feelings. <laughs> is uh is your arm hurt because you got the shot? I did get the shot. So today. why didn't you smoke and grab my snot sitting there? And why are you? I take mine in the ass. <laughs> are you no, no, no. The vaccine, Justin. Oh, okay. sorry. I thought we were quoting lines from Naked Gun 33 and a third. <laughs> Nothing to see here. 
Ow. Why are you like this? Why am I? Because I got vaccined today. Now, for uh, for Shit's Creek, did uh, now do you is anybody here familiar with SCTV? Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know how many people from SCTV or people who are related to people from SCTV were involved in Shit's Creek? Uh, yep, a lot. Yeah, I actually was surprised to find out that Martin Short's brother was one of the writers for most of the episodes of the series. Yeah, Ted Long. It's a, uh, a different different parents. <laughs> completely different. Parents. I think it might yeah. be Michael. It might be Michael Short, but yeah, uh, his his brother wrote Mike. <laughs> it's short for Michael. And uh, but I think I think a lot of. A lot of uh, what he did, he he worked with uh, Eugene Levy doing a lot of the writing for that. It's just it's incredible. Whole Robin Duke was the one that played the owner of the shop that David started working at. Yes, um, you know which like if nobody knows SCTV at all, you'd recognize her as maybe the waitress that um, the skinny the skinny waitress in Groundhog Day that mm-hmm. that takes care of Phil in the restaurant. Um, the one thing she wants to do is go to France. Oh God, do I? That's that's Robin Duke, uh, which of course was directed by Harold Ramis, who was involved with SCTV. But yeah, it's just it's really cool to see how they got all these people, and it just became like a passion project of these folks who have known each other for forty something years. And it was just like, oh yeah, Gene's doing something with his kid. Let's let's all let's all be part of that and 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 do what we can to write for it and perform and whatnot. Like. I just think that's that's part of the appeal of the show altogether. Yeah. And like the so it's it's Dan Levy's brainchild and you know the whole uh fact that you know his dad plays his dad, his sister's involved with it, you know, it's this whole like family affair. I mean Catherine Hoyera is pretty much his stepmom in real life, you know. Um like it's just this whole uh, family vibe, and it just really lends itself well to what the show is and what it's about. I didn't even put together like two and two until like six months ago that they were even related. Oh, really? Wow! I'm like, wait a minute, caterpillar eyebrows, caterpillar eyebrows. Well, I was just saying the eyebrows—a <laughs> long dead giveaway, but yeah. But especially if you see Dan Levy wear glasses, it's. <laughs> It's yeah, uncanny. It's quite uncanny, really. And I uh, and I love Eugene. Like Eugene Levy is hysterically genius. But I think I think for for me, like Eugene Levy, hilarious, always has been just a funny, quirky dude. But I think he threw a lot of people for a loop in uh Christopher Guest's The Mighty Wind. Oh my god. Who I'm- the hell knew that that dude had the voice of a fucking angel? I yeah, didn't. He- I'm currently uh, rewatching a bunch of Christopher Guest films, and of course, you know it's it's a lot of the same cast. You know, it's Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara and uh, Michael McKeon and Parker Posey, who we spoke about already. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I believe he's it. also a lord too, isn't he? Lord Christopher Guest, Mr. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Yep. Yep, and uh, he and his brother, actually, uh, the one who played Todd in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo! <laughs> that's, that's Christopher Guest's little brother. Oh, wow, he's not likable. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not, because the only other thing I've ever seen him in, he was one of the dickheads that uh, 
told Dan Aykroyd's character to get the fuck out from the club in Trading Places as well. Ah, what a jerk. I think I speak for all the members of the club. Or, we don't want your drug money, Louie. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, what else you got? Uh, hopefully uh, something that, you know, doesn't derail the conversation. What do you think this is? Some some show where we just like go off on random tangents? You're just dropping conversation bombs going, dance, puppets, dance! <laughs> Talk about Invincible. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Invincible. Oh my god. Oh, good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the sequel to Vincible. <laughs> I, I was talking about this the other night we were recording and, and um, I was telling uh, one of my, my co-hosts, I'm like, oh yeah, Invincible, you gotta watch. And he goes, that movie with Mark Wahlberg where he's an old guy that becomes a football player for the Eagles? And I'm like, oh, no. yes. But he gets superpowers. <laughs> you know? Kind of the same, but he's a teenager and it's animated and Mark Wahlberg isn't in it. And no one says hi to your mother for me. <laughs> it is crazy how gruesome that show is. Yes, it's, it's but also, so also the fact that they are following the comic very well, and I'm not going to say much else. Very early, but I'm not gonna, I'm not, yeah. But but it's still a slow burn it because is. the reveal comes much earlier in the comic, and they are taking their time with it. Mm -hmm. I'm really digging that. I was concerned yeah. with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg being producers on this because mm -hmm. I like I like the boys. But I mean, I love the comic, and I as much as I enjoy the show, like it's still kind of like deep down the the geek in me is just like oh, I just wish it was a little bit more like the comic story. And Preacher was one of my all time favorite comic books from Vertigo. It still is. I mean, it doesn't quite hold up the way the way you'd like it to, but it's still a solid, solid story. Yep. And I fucking hate that show. Yeah, they ruined it for me. I was so excited for years that when I heard that they were going to be working on a TV show and uh, Seth Rogen kept going off on how he's such a big fan and he's going to be so good to it. And no, no fan would have done what he did to that show. No, that was it was terrible. fucking brutal. I'm sorry, but, but, but I do love Invincible. I but do. Invincible I, I was is so happy. So far, it is incredible. And like, I am just. Wait, wait, I, is it I, incredible or invincible? Yes. It's inconceivable. So, it's so good. <laughs> inconceivable. Leo, you got anything else? Uh, yeah. Uh, the last thing I have is uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the show. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, uh, yeah. You know, there's so many <laughs> shows that all of us just watch. <laughs> but, with um, HBO show. Um, Bruce Lee's daughter wrote it. Oh, uh, it's new. It is, yeah, it's not war. It, well, it's like season oh. three's out. Oh no! I'm thinking of the different. I'm thinking of something different, or or season. Jeez, hell? I would have gone with the Mandalorian, you know. But uh... is, it, is it Warrior or? I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of shows that I watch on HBO. Uh, yeah, Warrior. What, what, Warrior. What was, that's it. What was his What's his daughter's name? Is not was Brenda his wife? Mm -hmm. so. so. So basically. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw this. She took uh, Bruce Lee's original writings for Kung Fu his original uh, story for Kung Fu and developed it into a new show. Ooh. What's yeah. the name of it? Warrior, Warrior. HBO. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Speaking of Bruce Lee, do you guys know who Bruce Lee's first filmed fight was with? Chuck Norris? No, that's that's a good guess, though. Uh, what's his name? The basketball player there? Kareem? No, no. Kareem uh, not, not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It was uh, John Saxon. Bolo no. 
Young. Chuck <laughs> Norris. No, wait, we no, it, it was actually Burt Ward. His oh, first no, film. Because he played Cato yep. and they had a crossover with the exactly. Green Hornet. Which I loved as a kid. I loved that 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 crossover. It was fucking great. They actually trained together too. Like they would spar together in real life. They lived in the same uh, complex. Yeah, I was so. just going to say how much Burt Ward, his fighting style in that show, always reminded me of Bruce Lee. <laughs> exactly. Well, different wow. different styles, you know. So you know. Holy small world, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still think the most ridiculous thing I can remember, and I remember this because it was the end of an episode, is Robin was being, uh, he was forced to stand on a giant skillet and he was kind of like hopping from foot to foot because it was cooking and you knew it was cooking because there was giant sausage and a giant egg, giant fried egg being cooked in the skillet. I was like, how's Robin going to get out of this? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he could just step out of it onto like not the yeah but then he'd be out of the frying pan and into the fire, into the fire. Oh. i'm still afraid of that <laughs> giant night, skillet <laughs> there was a month there and he would have been out of the frying pan and into the fryer it's like prince Derek, right i'm still afraid of that giant skillet <laughs> from disenchantment <laughs> so uh colleen the conqueror going alphabetical order uh you're after Leo. So what uh, What about some of your fandoms? I know, you know, there are a few that you're very passionate about, like uh, Spider-Man and... All of them. I've got Val Kilmer from Willow over here, which my youngest daughter is actually named Laura from. I've got... Wait. Where is it? Over here. We've got Lord of the Rings. And I named my oldest daughter Laurelyn after one of the two trees of Valinor. So <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I have another Lord of the Rings question that you, you just reminded me. Oh, okay. Um, I would say, and I saw this the other day, and I, I totally uh, agree with it, that the... Oh, wait, wait. We got another person here. We got Mr. JD. What's up, buddy? You are hello, just, hello. You are just in time for the uh, for the Lord of the Rings question we're about to ask. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's a spirit. Would you agree that the greatest tragedy in all of the Lord of the Rings saga is the fact that Sam and Frodo never got to eat the stew that Sam made out of the rabbits? Ah, the Coney stew. Oh. Because right when he made it, it looked so good, and he wanted some nice, fresh taters, and he had to explain what they were. And that's when Faramir and his, or yeah, Faramir and his buddies showed up, and they never got to eat that delicious stew. And I think he even used his salt for it, didn't he? <laughs> the salt that he almost mm -hmm. died, like bringing all the way from the Shire for. Um, but yeah, no, that was pretty sad. But I, I wouldn't say saddest, but yeah. <laughs> That that's worse than anything else. That's sadder than <laughs> our text in the, the the swamp of despair or whatever. The hell it is. That made me angry though. I was so mad at that stupid horse. I'm like, good job dying because you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you never meet a person with depression. <laughs> good job dying because you're sad. You nice job, stupid. Why don't you try cheering up next time, fucking idiot? Uh, <laughs> you just tried not being depressed. 
So, uh, JD, I don't know if you know uh, most of these uh, most of these folks. I know you are familiar with Justin. But I am. Yes. Leo is uh, runs the network that uh, we're on the Dorkening. Oh yes, yes. Uh, Colleen is uh, just, just empress of all the nerd dumbs. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Fair deal. Fair deal. Uh, powerful Brandon is a professional me cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> Really no milking that one. <laughs> I'm not stressing enough. No one pays me to do that. It's for fun. It's oh, yeah. I was going to say, you do it for free then. Yeah. Yeah. It's the love of the game. It's a passion. Uh, passion. Uh, and Jess is a horror model and actress. Very cool. Very cool. It's nice to meet everybody. I have literally, other than Justin, never met anybody here. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. And uh, you do uh, you do some amazing guitar stuff mm. uh, on YouTube. I attempt to. Thank you. Uh, you <laughs> like he plays them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Just making sure. He races them professionally. <laughs> <laughs> he owns a guitar farm. <laughs> oh, that's one. Not Wouldn't uh, that be a forest? <laughs> <laughs> You just see you being like, you know, like if if a guy who made guitars was like a fable from like, you know, like the guy who did Stone Soup, you know, it's like it's like, oh yeah, the guitar tree is about ready. It's like, oh, what do you mean? It's like, oh well, you know, I'm gonna take care of this. Oh, if only I had a wood planer. Well, I've got a wood planer. <laughs> no, you'll smother the strings. <laughs> it's my John Hurt. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget to oil the nut. Oh, wait. Are we still talking about guitars? <laughs> we could be. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, and JD also did uh, for quite some time a, a sex-positive podcast. Uh, yeah. It was very sexy. Uh, very positive. Positive? <laughs> yes. So we, uh, we are uh, just about to hear Colleen's uh, favorite fandoms and characters, and then... Uh, since you just got here, we'll uh, we'll have you go next because we're very excited to have you. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, jumping in. So, uh, Colleen. Yep. So we have the Willow Sword and Sorcery fun stuff. All those movies from the '80s were epic and like my favorites. Like you had um, Master of the Universe. I know that that's super campy stuff, but that's also like a super favorite. Whether it's you know horror. Or um, the bad, awesome sci-fi movies. All of that's fantastic. One of the first, of the first uh, post-credit scenes I've ever seen. Uh, before you go any further, unfortunately, Jess has to leave. Oh. So, Jess, thank you for uh, for coming in and for uh, brightening our uh, our day with your presence. We really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. I, I love uh, I love getting to sit and have the little roundtable chat. It's always fun. I feel like every time I'm on your own too. So <laughs> I know it's like three times in a row we've been on at the same time. This is great. Yeah, yeah we did Justice League. Now we got this. Wait, yeah. you guys get invited more than once? <laughs> no, this is our first time. Yay! <laughs> but before I hop off of here, I am going to plug the uh, the hydro really quick because there oh, is a uh, photo shoot next week. So, Ooh. 
And I expect to see some awesome stuff and lots of blood. Uh, I, I, I've got plenty, so. <laughs> like, if you need fake blood, Jess is one of two people I know that I, I can I can safely recommend to people. Yes. What if you, what if you need real blood? Jess. I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a universal donor, so you can blood? Just, like, Who's yeah. blood? No. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for uh, spending the time with us, Jess. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Always a pleasure. And before you hop off, where do you like people following you? You can find me on Facebook, uh, Jess Snyder Model, or you can find me on Instagram, uh, Hot Wheels underscore Modeling Official. It's Hot Wheels with two T's and a Z. Yes. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us and taking time out of your day. We appreciate it. It's always fun. I like spending time with you guys. Same. Well, so you have yourself a delightful evening and uh, enjoy your uh, tomorrow. Yes, you guys. Have a <laughs> enjoy your tomorrow. Stellar sign Bye, off there. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, Jess. Well, it's kind of a take on the uh, Walter Cronkite. Have a, a, a have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Yeah, see, they, <laughs> you do it in like the sexy baritone. <laughs> I like the Joe Pesci. Everybody, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so sorry we uh, we interrupted you, Colleen. Oh, please, uh, please continue. Um, so I think we also have Mel Brooks stuff. Um, all of his films are fantastic. Um, I think that Spaceballs is probably my favorite. Um, but yeah, no, That's he's. Fair. I'm a big producers yeah. guy. Um, like he started out, he the one he's not in, it's so good. You're talking, I, about, I got that you're talking about the original with Gene the original Wilder and Zero with Zero Mostel. Absolutely. You know, I was just telling cool. Dara. That I'm gonna make her watch it. She's never seen it before. Uh, the, anybody who's not familiar, like Pat Nash's and and Justin for sure. Maybe you, Colleen, you might have seen some of us. My wife has never seen a fucking movie. That's that's pretty much what, what the internet has, has discovered. Though, it's, always introducing like it's, it's, it's always like, hey, everyone, I'm watching this movie. It's a rewatch for me, and Dara's never seen it before. And everyone's like, really, the Care Bears movie? I'm like, I don't know what kind of childhood she had. I mean. To be fair, like there are some things like, you know, that she's she, good weird out reference. <laughs> she's got me to watch like, you know, the Care Bears movie is one. Uh, the Last Unicorn. Uh, oh, yes. Peter I, Beagle. I've never seen that. Uh, but uh, speaking of the producers, I did uh, I did an episode about that for Shark Bites. And I had never seen the producers prior to watching prior to doing that episode. Uh, what a, what a, we did Blazing Saddles. Mm. We did the producers. Robin Hood, I, Men in Tights, I think. We did Men in Tights. Oh. So there's still Spaceballs, Young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh, we did. Uh, Frankenstein. We did History of the World Part 1 as well. But this Brady whole, Smurf was in um, was in Young Frankenstein at the very beginning. And I always remember, I'm like, that's Brainy Smurf. <laughs> Brainy Smurf at the beginning of Young Frankenstein? So it's when he's doing the cadaver and all that, the guy oh. that he's trying to make sick. Yeah. Okay. Well, Papa Smurf always Papa, says. Papa, Papa Smurf. Daddy <laughs> Smurf's picking on me again. <laughs> Brainy. 
Go ahead, uh, Colleen. Yeah, so sword and sorcery type folks. So many things. Um, so anything. Oh, literary like novels. Um, I love fantasy, sci-fi, horror, um, mystery. Like Stephen King. I collect uh, first editions. <laughs> so do I. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yep. It was awesome. I like hit like a whole treasure trove for $30 the other day. I was so excited. Best. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> First edition howling. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> so my wife's making me get rid of my stuff. I was like, I will gladly. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Here's a 20 and a 10. Deuces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, so um, all kinds of random stuff, um, anime, manga, Korean dramas. I love Korean movies in general. Like Korean horror is great. Um, Busan, yeah, yeah, so good. Old boys fun. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun. There's the incest again. <laughs> I saw the devil was crazy. Oh, I saw the devil is one of the greatest fucking movies. I think. it was. It was <laughs> that. That one is. It's fun, but it's a hard rewatch for me. That movie was pitched to me as. Imagine Hannibal Lecter kidnapped and killed James Bond's girlfriend. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. That's a good way yeah. to put it. But yeah, no, I was I, I had no um no one like recommended it to me. I went in totally blind and it was great. So um I always recommend that one to anyone. Uh, I keep telling you to watch Kingdom though on yeah. Netflix, the zombie mm-hmm. TV show, which is really good. Um but that's period drama uh, stuff too, but also a really good take on zombies, which um, is something that I love in general. Um, so it's kind of fun to see someone actually do something new and twisty with it. Um, but yeah, cartoons and everything. So were you a fan cartoon. of Lady Hawk back in the day? Lady Hawk with oh, Matthew Broderick, yes. Rudger Hauer, <laughs> and Michelle uh, Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. <laughs> Fever. I love that movie. My dad loved that movie. I that's, he watched it all the time. <laughs> Actually, that's how I got a, into a lot of the things I did. Is my dad used to watch like the craziest things when I was little, um, like. You know, the TV show Westworld, I actually knew the old movie Your because brother. he would have me watch it with him. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I know this one. <laughs> I feel like that needs to be a fandom all of its own. Like, shit, my dad used to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. Yeah. It's like, he's the one that got me into kaiju films. Like, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, that's like the Star Wars trilogy was mm-hmm. like our Christmas tradition. That's what we would watch. We would watch like the whole trilogy, <laughs> would be our thing. So Terminator, like I watched The Shining, like from behind his chair when I was like <laughs> five or something. So, but yeah, no, it was it was always fun. Aliens, I think he couldn't wait to watch Aliens with me. I was so young. Jaws, I was five, and I was terrified that there would be a shark in my swimming pool or like the shadowy part of the tub. <laughs> so, but still, love those films. Uh, we did get a message just now from uh, our good buddy, first time Mike. Says happy episode uh, two fifty ashes and Patsy. You know, first time Mike was going to send all sorts of love your way, and hello to everyone on the screen tonight. And we did. Oh, uh, thank you, first time. Oh, Mike. No. Sweet, he's like one of the sweetest people. He's ever. one of the best dudes. Yeah. Uh, and Ian jumped in. He said, "I'm so sorry I couldn't video conference with you. Conference with you guys. Just wanted to say you were awesome and happy two hundred and fiftieth episode. Here's to two hundred and fifty more. And there's a little oh. wine." emoji because he was on momentarily and mm. bounced off um 
because we were in the middle of uh, discussing things. But uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank, thank you to Ian from Amalgamania. Yes. Thanks. Not Amalgamania. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't read, apparently. So, JD, you uh, you have a different perspective from most of us because uh, four of us here are, um, you know, Ashes and myself, Brandon, Colleen, uh, are all within an hour drive of each other. Uh, Leo is in Connecticut. Justin uh, lives in the land that time forgot. Uh, but you are uh, our only friend who is uh, north of the border. Oh, we do have one more person jumping in. We have Miss Emily Sweet. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought it was... I didn't realize it was uh, East Coast time. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> oh, welcome. Emily, I'd like you to meet uh, JD, Colleen, Leo, who runs our network, Hi. Uh, Justin, powerful Brandon, and uh, you know, Ashes and myself. Yes. Uh, if you guys are unfamiliar with uh, Emily, uh, she was just in the remake of uh, Castle Freak. Oh my Ooh, goodness! They remade wow. that. That's amazing. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Thank you. A really oh. film called uh, Fear Farm that we covered mm. on the show a while back. That I yeah. really wow, Castle Freak. Yeah. And you were you were you just uh, you were just in a publication, were you not? Yes, I was. A French horror magazine did a little thing about Castle Freak. So, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Thank so you. We're, uh, going around the around the room, and it is uh, JD's turn, and we are talking about our favorite <laughs> fandoms and our favorite characters. So, JD was just about to start, and you will be next. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I'm unfortunately one of those people where fandom died out when I was a teenager. So everything I have is from that reference point in my life. So I'm a huge fan of The Crow. I'm a huge mm -hmm. fan of, um, there was a, uh, a niche comic publisher called Slave Labor Graphics. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with them. They did Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. They oh, did my God. Squee. Yes. yes. They, did Squee. Yep. they did Filler Bunny. They did, uh, and uh, 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 tangentially, they did Lenore. Yes. Uh, yeah. My yes. Wife that, that. Yeah. Those are yeah. those are probably those are probably my my biggest things outside of well music and the aforementioned adult industry stuff that I used to do, um, <laughs> because every, everything else has been ha, has just been me unfortunately having to grow up way too fast due to poor life choices. <laughs> that is so, unfortunate. I, I mean, I met uh, I met Patsy and Justin through our love of pro wrestling, and that has. Uh, although it has waned, it still exists. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of in terms of things I enjoy, uh, it's literally like horror movies, music, um, and being an idiot on the internet. Because I really don't. <laughs> I, I do so much now uh, that I don't have time for much else. But yeah, like the the slave labor stuff, fantastic. I'll reread that. Uh, my wife actually has a tattoo of Lenore right over here, so we're Aww. both very huge fans. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely a quote that taken out of context could be a could be a problem. With, with what, sorry? A huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Uh, the guy who created Johnny the Homicidal Maniac was actually at uh, Fan Expo, which is like San Diego Comic-Con, but Canada's version, so cheap and smaller. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> he is not a very personable guy. He's a nice guy, but he doesn't really do fan interaction very well. And so the guy, like the guy in line waiting in front of me, 
was like trying to just he was egging him on a little bit too much like maybe a little bit more of a crazed fan than than perhaps he should have been mm-hmm. and he goes well why do you do this like who inspired you without blinking yonan vasquez points to me and goes that guy and i'm like <laughs> yep i'm i'm here to, i'm here to say hello to my good friend and the guy thought i was serious and i'm like i'm happy to help man thank you and see, that's that's the that's the sign of a of a dedicated fan. He puts you on the spot. You're able to think quickly. Uh, I'd expect nothing less. Oh yeah. Well, see, I because I love horror movies as well. I've gone to these conventions a lot. Like sitting down with Alex, who designed the Saw costumes, was fantastic. She actually gave me a video interview um, that I lost, unfortunately. Otherwise, I put it on my YouTube channel. But um, I also got to meet Angela Bettis, who is May, and she's in Lucky McKee, or well, she's. Uh, what, what was Lucky McKee's version the of the boy or something? The woman. Thank you. Yes. Um, no, that's recent. Lucky McKee did a one much, oh, much to prior to that. Yeah. So uh, Angela didn't really have too many people. So she was very keen to sit down and chat and discuss everything going on. And this is my favorite story ever. She stops me out of the blue. Like we're sitting there talking movies, whatever. Hang on a sec. Do you guys have any acid? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm sorry. No, I don't. And then she went right back onto it. She's like, oh, well. And we just kept talking about May again. That's amazing. <laughs> I did all my acid in grade eight. <laughs> That's a deep cut, too. So if you get that. Do you have any acid? No, I, I can find you some. Like, what, what's your brand? <laughs> Hydrochloric? Yes. <laughs> I don't know enough about acid to, to know. Like, I, I don't. I, it's a, if, if used right, it's a fun time. I, I oh, did a I did enough in the last two years of high school to kill a fucking pony. <laughs> well, I, I was a bouncer at a goth bar. I've seen literally everything. Thanks for the acid. You yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I also used to promote burlesque and freak shows. I love that side. I like I I love carny shit. If you're talking about, yeah. films. I love carny stuff. It is. It's fun. Yeah. So I'm sure um, you've seen uh, Hell's a Poppin'. <gasps> Hell's a Poppin'. Yes. No. No, yes. You've seen Hell's a no. Wait, hold on. Wait, we're talking. Are you talking about the, the old, old movie? We're talking about the movie. We're talking about the pageant of the trans the- mundane. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I just, I just went like full on old but movie geek when you song, said Hell's a Poppin'. Um, sorry. But they play the song from that movie to introduce oh. themselves. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, I remember seeing the Jim oh, Rose cool. Circus uh, open up for Godsmack, and uh, that was uh, oh, one of those. Man. Yeah, yeah, you, you know now. <laughs> He's throwing darts in his back, and oh yeah, yeah. These, these guys I, opened up for uh, Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Oh yeah. There was a guy who put a uh, hay bale hook through his nose, and then mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Ooh hung a uh a uh bowling ball from his uh eye oh yeah oh my god oh yeah jerry, yeah, jerry. jerry swung it around Emily. Yeah. He's oh. around. i got pictures wow. and video I, I paid a guy I, I actually had to go find ladders and two by fours for one of the shows because this guy wanted to break the two by four and i'm like okay that doesn't really seem too you know out there he goes no i break it with my junk and literally, this guy goes spread eagle off the top of a ladder and lands right on a two by four. 
That's what awesome. What happened? How do you it went. Find out that you can do that. Not on purpose. Hi, Amy. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not Hi. sure. Hello. Hi, Amy. Hi, everyone. So, uh, so I, I will. Uh, I will introduce you around as well. Uh, obviously, you know Emily, but yes. we have uh, JD. We have Colleen. I don't know what that is. That's somebody, on, somebody the on the phone. Somebody just get a wrong answer on a game show. Colleen <laughs> <laughs> the Conqueror. Wrong. That is not the correct person, Pat. Uh, Try no, whammy, no whammy. No whammy. Everybody says. Sorry, that's my love ends. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have uh, we have Leo, we have Justin, and we have powerful Brandon. Guys, uh, Amy was also in Fear Farm and uh, in one of my favorite movies, uh, Megalodon. <gasps> Ooh. Love Megalodon. She played. Oh, uh, yay. <laughs> she got to. She got to fight Carolyn. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. So JD, looks like you have to uh, go. In. <laughs> I do have to depart. I just wanted to say congratulations oh. and happy two fifty. Well, thank so you so much you. for stopping by. We appreciate it. Pleasure to meet you. It was nice to meet Very you. Very nice JD. to meet you. Very nice to meet you guys. You all have a I wonderful. Check out evening. his YouTube channel. You too. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> so, Amy, uh, we've been going around and we've been discussing uh, our favorite fandoms and our favorite characters. Uh, getting sidetracked quite a bit, but it's been fun getting sidetracked, so it's been nice. okay. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> and we're actually up to uh, Emily's turn. Mm -hmm. so, Emily, what are some of your favorite fandoms and some of your favorite characters that you, that you uh, want to tell us about? Um, I might have actually talked about this when I was on your show previously, but I love and cannot get enough of Reanimator, and even like Stuart Gordon, Reanimator, and Beyond Reanimator, like all of them, I love. And I um, have an obsession with not an obsession. She's probably gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh my gosh!" But Barbara Crampton, I love her. I adore her. Mm -hmm. um, she can do no wrong. She's amazing. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I just love that she still is working and she just came out did anyone see jacob's wife yet no no not yet no just came out but like man she's still crushing it i love it i love her <laughs> she's producing now i think um she got got into i just listened to her on a, a podcast called the flop house where she mm -hmm. was talking about that and they're huge fans of Stuart gordon films so when they had barbara crampton i'm like oh my god they got barbara crampton Yes, she had retired for a while, and then she comes back, and she used everything, and now she's trying to help um, push younger actresses into producing. And I'm like, yeah. that's really commendable. That's I wonderful. Know. I think she – did she come back with um, Your Next, maybe? I think that was, like, when she like, decided to act again with Your Next, and I love Your Next. I don't know if you guys – No, that was that, awesome. But... I enjoyed it. Did she play the mom in that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that was the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So – yeah, I, I mean, I gotta say, I do love it. Like I said, Reanimator, love, 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 and I love them together. Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton together, I love them. Um, but recently, she's been doing a lot of movies with what's his name, Larry, Larry Feldman? No, Larry. Yes, thank you. Yes, uh, it's like the new. <laughs> so yeah, those are that's mine. <laughs> See, I, I like that. I like Reanimator. Um, I actually had a. Uh... A short zombie story I wrote years ago, and there was a guy who had a a, a weapon made of bone that he referred to as his D animator. 
One of one of the one of the most horrifying experiences of my my young life, and this was before uh, I was nine years old and saw Stephen King's It in 1990, uh, was uh, not that it was Reanimator, but it was it was uh, From Beyond. And yeah, I was way too young, way <laughs> too young to see any of that movie. None of it should have been viewed. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like for the longest time, I had like I had the most fucked up memories of that movie, and I I've only seen it a total of twice in my life. And the second time was in high school. I was stoned out of my mind, so I don't really remember a lot of it. But recently, like the past few years, it turns out I have sleep apnea, so I needed a CPAP. That's what I need to sleep now. I'm basically a cyborg, guys. <laughs> and when I put the thing on for the first time, it's like it's a nose pillow that you have, but then it straps to the back, and then it's got a fucking tube that comes right up <laughs> off the top of your head. And the second I put it on, I was like, "Yo, is this?" Is this gonna suck out my fucking pineal gland? <laughs> the first week that I had that thing, I had a nightmare every single night about that fucking movie. It's a great movie. Oh, it, yeah, it, I mean, it certainly did the trick. It, it scared the shit out of me. I mean, that works. Oh, yeah. who, who's your friend, Emily? Oh, this is Bandito. Oh, my God. Oh, Bandito. Yeah, she uh, she'll get bored and and run away, but now she wants to see what the commotion is about. <laughs> you had a visitor a moment ago too. Who? You did. You didn't you have a visitor out of the uh, off to your left a few minutes ago? I thought I saw like a cat or something. Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's my Tordy Maxine. She loves. <laughs> <clears throat> to be around phones whenever I'm talking to people. She's like, I hear noises. What's happening? She was rubbing, actually, her face on my phone. <laughs> she poked in, and then she poked out. <laughs> She's hanging out on a chair near me now, just being a goof. Well, it yep. looks like, uh, Leo, before we uh, before we get into Amy's uh, fandoms, we're going to let Leo go, because uh, Leo has a uh, long week of just producing so many podcasts, and uh, we want him to get some rest. Yeah, so, Leo, before before you leave, why don't you tell yeah. folks where they can find you? Uh, well, uh, just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, but I run a thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. Uh, over 30 shows on a network. A lot of awesome people doing some awesome stuff. And uh, Patsy and I do a show with Philip from Dark Discussions every Monday uh, called Creator Spotlight. And then uh, Tuesdays, we do Splash Pages, the comic book show. Wednesdays, I'm doing Still Token with the Token Dead guys. And then the Dorkening shortly after. And I'm not doing enough, so I need to find something else. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, that's why we had you on here for the last two hours. Because, oh, yeah. You know, we had far too much free time. But uh, I will say, uh, Amy and Emily, once you guys uh, have more projects coming out, uh, you are welcome on uh, Creator Spotlight so we can promote you some more. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so sweet. Thank that. you. You're the best. <laughs> uh, I want to wait. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you have your kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> it was the group chat. It was the group chat, and I don't know how to turn it off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, I feel bad because I, I know uh, I know uh, we were doing those ocean puns earlier, and that must have been buzzing like crazy. And you're trying to. Oh, uh, Amy Paulina was in that was in that yeah. chat earlier, and we just had all those ocean puns, and you just see like Paulina has left the group. <laughs> no way. Doesn't she do stand up too? Yeah, and she's supposed to be. Uh, she's filming in Chicago right now. Yeah. So oh, online neck of the woods. Or anything or. Just tell her to get some portillos while she's here. Uh, well, I want to wish you guys, you know, the best, awesome, uh, happy 250. And here's for another 250 and another 250 after that. Thank you. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. Catch you guys later. Right. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Amy, since we're going yeah. alphabetical order, uh, you're oh. obviously A is last. Uh, <laughs> first thank you for uh for joining you and emily i know you guys are on uh the west coast so yes and totally messed up the time <laughs> that okay. is fine it's okay I'm still here. I you posted something on facebook because i was like oh i thought i wasn't starting for like an hour <laughs> and then i was like Oh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I texted him. I was like, ah. Even but, those of us in Massachusetts say, uh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. <laughs> so, we, we get must it. drive there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the meme post, or you, you sent to me the other day. It's like, like, hey, can we get all the uh, the potholes and the roads fixed? And it's like the Pawn Stars guys. Like, yeah, best I can do is change the exit numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we just drove out to the Cape, and this exit has been exit 12 for, for my life, my entire Forever. life. So for a decade, it has been exit 12. We're driving out there, and it's like, oh, exit 72, formerly exit 7. It's like, what? Yep, they changed my home one, and they I had no idea. So I was driving north on 24. The, the, it was apparently the day they changed everything. And so it was normal on my side. So I went I went to Costco with my kids, and I went south to go home. And it was exit 33, 32. 30, and then like it, from 32, it changes to like 28 or something for the next exit, which is... Well, 12 turned into 39. Like I checked my GPS to make sure I didn't get onto some random place and <laughs> it's just everything was totally renamed. Did you did, like, did your GPS update to the correct exit? No. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Exit 18, 17, and it's 33 and 32. Real, real quick, for for anybody not from Massachusetts, uh, they recently changed all the exit numbers off the highway. Uh, it Why? used to be very specific exit numbers, and now they've changed them to the to the mile that it falls on on the highway. So, like where I live, where I live in uh, in the city of Champions, Brockton, Massachusetts, uh, you would be able to get close to where I live in the past by taking exit 18A. Now it's exit 33, which is fucking confusing and not even close to the original number so i i was using a gps because i just forgot to shut it off from driving home and usually i get to a certain point where i shut it off but yeah. I, no I started noticing oh wait they changed these exit numbers completely and i was like ah no big deal i'll know it when i see it i drove by my fucking home exit with the <laughs> gps on 
a place that I've gone by hundreds of times. And uh, my wife was right next to me, and she was like, why? And I was like, because you married the smartest man on the face of the planet. <laughs> Is the rest of this story that you didn't use your turn signal? No, 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 no. Exact opposite. I've had okay. it on since 1993. Okay, right. I'm, I'm from Connecticut, so they're all the devil driving. You know, uh, Massachusetts drivers, we call them mass holes. So. Yeah. Well, we, we refer to ourselves. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's true when we're like, ah, freaking Massachusetts driver. What the heck? Uh. See, it's funny. I don't have like a cute name. I don't have a cute name. I just say, go back to Connecticut. <laughs> right, and then we 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 hang our head in shame and and we're not think about quite taxes. New York, we're not quite Massachusetts, we're but at least we're not Rhode Island. <laughs> well, we come with a slice of cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Amy, yeah, what are some of your favorite fandoms and some of your favorite characters, like the stuff that you just can't get enough of? Um. Oh man, on the spot questions. Uh, okay, so uh, let me think. Well, recently, um, I, I mean, especially over the past year, I've done a lot of watching of a lot of things. Uh, and I would say recently, mm -hmm. because I was behind, because WandaVision came out mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. Disney, and mm -hmm. I didn't understand all the characters because I've seen like movies here and there. <laughs> so I sat down, my husband, like, we started watching all the movies like back oh, wow. to back order and the stuff i missed and everything um so that was awesome i was like oh i understand now why this 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 and like put all the pieces together um so definitely that's been a recent one that i've been kind of obsessed with and now winter soldier is out with um falcon and winter soldier on disney yay so enjoying that <laughs> fully um as far as other things that I follow, um, I don't think there's, I'm very much a one-off horror person as Emily knows. <laughs> I'll give like a movie a shot. I, I mean, some of them are just, you know, Halloween and things like that, Friday 13th, anything like that. I'll, I'll watch them and I'll enjoy them always. Um, but then there was one that Emily actually made me watch recently. Emily, would you like to say the name of that movie? <laughs> yeah, and I love this movie, and Amy was traumatized. Sleepaway oh, Camp. Who doesn't oh, like Sleepaway Camp? Felissa is the nicest lady she ever. Is so sweet. I did a drawing for us at a convention a couple years ago. She pulled our winning name, and it was Brandon. Yeah, I have this video of her going, Brandon Powers! <laughs> and I was across the hall. I was like, I think I just won something. And I think Felissa Rose just said my name. I'll be back. And he that came, like, amazing. charging down the hallway. It was like, the Everyone move! There's a fat guy running and sweating! <laughs> She's so nice. And she does that face in some of her pictures yeah so like yeah. in photo ops she'll wear like a, a sleepaway camp shirt and With she'll the have red this shorts little, yeah she'll wear red shorts and she'll have this cute little backpack i was gonna ask about the pants yeah <laughs> She'll she'll pose with a curling iron, um, like it's it's fantastic. Like she embraces it and she does the face. Like she embraces this character one hundred percent. It's fantastic. Yeah, that is one of the biggest 
like reveals. Yeah, it wasn't that big. Well, <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> it was cold out. Yeah, it was cold. They were right on the lake. Oh, <laughs> she had just gone swimming. Well, I mean, like the character was also pretty young, so oh, uh, that's true. Um, but it was just one of the biggest reveals, like in in movies, period. Let alone a horror mm. film. Yeah. Yeah, like, I couldn't. I struggled with like all night. I stayed up trying to wrap my head around it. I was trying to understand, and I think maybe that was part of my problem. But I was. I was like, Emily, I can't. I can't. I can't. But then I, Amy I can go. But then Amy can go turn around and watch Revenge and love it. Love Revenge was fucking amazing. I I love that movie. Exactly. I I saw that for the first time at the Boston Underground Film Festival. Fucking great. I've it twice. Right. Fucking with the fucking beer can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she left that, but hey, sleepaway camp. <laughs> that beer can scene is the only was the only scene I had a problem with in the entire movie Revenge. And not because of what she did, just how it marked your skin. I was like, It's true. This that's that's there's no it's not in box. Yeah, like that's a that's ink. That's not how that works. That's not how any of that works. No, you're 100% cool. on there. Yeah. But it looked cool, yeah. It, it, it's. I mean, she still pulled herself off a tree, for God, God's sake. Like, yeah. That shit was nuts. I loved it. I loved it, too. What's that? I said she was covered with ants, too. Mm. Yeah. The photography was amazing in it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was so good in that. She was so good. I go in and out of, I was on a streak, I think about a year, year and a half ago of um, also uh, like co- Korean. That's what Colleen horror. was doing. Yeah. Uh, I watched Audition, which I love. I mean, it's disturbing. Super Ugh. disturbing stuff. Audition. Um, I watched uh, I Saw the Devil. Yes. <laughs> Incredible movie. Like, mm-hmm. I love them. They're always, you know, they always... They go there like their violence is pretty intense, but which I don't always do amazing with. But just the story just mm. kept me in throughout throughout the whole thing. Um, but those are also both revenge based films, so maybe I just have a theme <laughs> about revenge that I really love. <laughs> maybe have you yeah. seen uh, Train to Busan yet? A little. So good. No, not yet. Oh. Good one. Great one. One of the best zombie really? movies to come out in the best in the past twenty five years. Oh, absolutely. It made me sob. I cried so hard watching that movie. It's so good. And that <laughs> that businessman, that guy is such a dick. Oh, yeah. I can't wait yeah. to watch. That. Amy, we'll watch this man. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and then they just came out with a sequel or a prequel, Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. And then they had the uh, the animated prequel. Sweet. I forget oh, I will was. say, now that we're talking about fandoms, actually, I love the whole Alien movies. I, I love I mm-hmm. watching anything Aliens. I just um, rewatched all of them and all the Predators and the Alien versus Predators. I watched all of them over the past couple of weeks. Fun. Which one's the weakest, Patsy, of the, the movies? Probably Alien 3. Predator, the, the Predator. Sorry, the Predator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Jordan, uh, or no, not Jordan. It's uh, Keegan Key or Keegan. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Keegan Michael Key. It was just, I had much higher hopes for Shane Black returning to the franchise. Um, but 
I mean, in probably Alien 3, although I did like Charles S. Dutton quite a bit. I watched all the like director's cuts. <laughs> you think he rocks? <laughs> I watched all the uh, all the director's cuts. So like you get like a little bit of backstory in Alien 3 where it comes out of the cow as opposed to the dog. Oh. Uh, so they changed cool. things ever so slightly and uh, Alien 4 Resurrection was one of the most fun ones because of the cast that was in it. Although we it would have been better if they knew how to say their lines right, though. Yeah, we were, we uh, we have opinions, uh, and this is where I formed an opinion of Josh Whedon was uh, prior to all this other terrible shit that he was up to. Right. I, yeah. I read a quote about uh, his reaction to Alien, uh, Alien Resurrection, talking about basically how he was perfect and how everyone else screwed everything up. Uh, they. Like the, the Academy Award winning actors didn't know how to say his lines and, you know, the music department didn't know how to score the film and they didn't know how to make sets and they didn't know how to do anything. But he was perfect. He was the best. He was great. I it, mean, the tracks, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and Diana, Brad Dorif, you know, uh, Ron Perlman, Sigourney Weaver. Uh, who are those people? I've never heard of them. Yeah, <laughs> They'll probably never do anything. You know. No names. Sounds like sounds like you just said flash in the pan, flash in the pan, flash in the pan. Uh, like a bunch yeah, of no name ensembles, whatever. Yeah. Brad Dorf, what a nerd. Who? Brad, what a dumb name. Dorf, wasn't that one of those characters Tim Conway played? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Deep dive on that one, pal. Yeah. So, Amy and uh, Emily. Um, I have to know, are we, uh, we, and we talked about this when you guys were on last time, how, uh, I know things have been kind of crazy over the past year, but how are we looking on that Fear Farm sequel? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Um, this year, <laughs> sometime. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I, I really don't know. Um uh, yeah, I really haven't. I, I'm gonna guess because we're you know into April and it's not out yet. I'm gonna guess maybe they'll release it around you know October, September, October this year just to hit the Halloween time stuff. But I really am not entirely sure yet. <clears throat> um, but I'm really excited for it. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> like ever since that movie ended, we watched it and it was just like, oh my god. I, I, yeah, and especially, you know, I love the first one, and I know I'm biased, but I'm still <laughs> on it. Um, and the second one just has, like, I don't know, it's just got a whole new level to it, and I just can't fucking wait. <laughs> yeah. I can't if you have not seen it, Brandon and, and, and Colleen, Fear Farm is so fucking good. It's it like, is. It, it's pretty much everything that you want in an indie horror film. It's like, it's like The it's Shining and gory, and, and uh, it's Texas kind of campy, song. and it's a lot of fun. Oh, you had me at campy. <laughs> you yeah. had me at The yeah. Shining. Yeah. Yeah, right. You had me at the spelling of farm. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and there's, there's some witty banter that happens too. Like it's highly entertaining. That's like awesome. it really is. 
And well, my daughter and I were looking for a good one to watch, so we'll yeah, guys, this one, this nice. one, it's it's yeah. really great, awesome. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, the Criterion Collection. Excellent. Brandon, this is the one you're looking for. I like how there's the PH. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm like, now I don't think I'm particularly stupid, but I'm not finding this. <laughs> it's, it's like the shining meets the oh, firefly. Oh, no, my wife just confirmed I am particularly stupid. <laughs> oh. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. I love you so much. I was, I was like, the Chevy Chase movie? Oh, that's Funny Farm. Yes. <laughs> and that's also a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I can think of two things wrong with this film. Uh, yeah, Chevy Chase. It's both of them. <laughs> I prefer the money pit. That is my answer. Ah, uh, home crap home. I like <laughs> that is my response to that. Oh, was it from Road to Wellville? Oh my god, Road to Wellville. Wow. See, these movies I know. You you're throwing all these independent horror movies out there that scare the pants off me. And I'm like, let's go back to talking about the Care Bear movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you guys think the face on the book was creepy when you were seven? No, yes. me neither. Me neither. <laughs> that, that'd be stupid, right? We have somebody else joining. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from Amalgamania, uh, she is Madam President. It is Taryn Barber. Taryn. Hello. Hello, everyone. I know Hello. you and Justin, Hello. but uh, you have Amy here, and you have Emily, and you have powerful Brandon. Hi. Hi. Uh, a, a little group called Amalgamania. And for those a not you, so little group called Amalgamania. And for those of you who are unaware, uh, we are doing this year the first ever Amalgamania Podcast and Entertainment Awards. Uh, cool. Amalgamania. And uh, who did they get to host that? I had some couple I, I, of schmucks. A, a, a guy who likes sharks and a girl with pink hair, I think. No, uh, so I Richard Jim. Yes. Oh, Eric Stoltz. <laughs> <laughs> so for folks who are listening, or uh, maybe I think there's like three people watching and two of them are sitting right now. Uh, <laughs> um, you have until the yeah, she is. Fourth, fourth of May to submit your your show for multiple different categories. And go to, where can people submit? Uh, to uh, amalga-mania.com, not amalga-amania. It's amalga. <laughs> I'm screwing myself up. Also, rum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Caribbean. <laughs> exactly. Amalgo-mania.com. And there's a link there for all the submission guidelines and any information. And if you want um, to ask questions, you can email us at amalgaawards at gmail.com as well. Yes. Cool. Yeah, so if you yourself have a podcast or a YouTube channel or a Twitch, Twitch stream, and you would like to be submitted for uh, consideration into the Amalga Awards, follow that link and... Uh, Submit yourself. We actually, uh, yes, submit to Amalgamania. Submit, submit. That should have been our tag. Where's, where's Crumb? <laughs> we actually have uh, one person watching on Twitch. So, hello, Twitch viewer. Uh, hello, Twitch viewer. Hello, Twitcher. Hi, Twitcher. That's a coin to your Twitcher. <laughs> we are, uh, we're getting close to uh, who. 
Who's the hottie with the pink hair? Yes, thank you. Thank you, but I don't have pink hair. <laughs> it's Skull. Yes. His name is Patrick. Yes. Um, so, Taryn, we are going through and we are talking about our favorite fandoms and our favorite uh, characters. And we are uh, getting close to the end of the show, but I want to make sure that you get your, uh, your, your picks in. So, who are some of your favorite characters and some of your favorite fandoms? Oh, man. Favorite characters? Um, Magneto Ooh, has always yeah. been a favorite. Um, I love Bond from Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, Zaro from... Oh, man. It just... <laughs> the name of the anime just flew out of my head. Taryn, you and I oh. definitely have to talk about Seven Deadly Sins some other time. It's we do. <sighs> One Piece. That's it. Zara from One Piece. I was thinking Fairy Tale, but I knew that wasn't it. Zara from One Piece. Um, I have some on the wall behind me. I'm not sure if you can see them. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, what about yeah. that guy on your left shoulder there? The Joker. You're supposed to take them yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. an awesome print. Of course, we have Wonder Woman and Jean Grey. And this is an original print. I'm not sure this character has a name, but the artist was at a con, and I got that one, and I just love oh, oh, look at that character. Oh, That's very cool. Well, yeah. Awesome. Oh, let's, let's, uh, hold on. Solo layout. Yeah, show us that again. We can, we can see it a little bit better. I love your acid kitty shirt, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Oh, she's there cool. Oh, yeah. She's really cool. She is, and the artist is actually in the group, and he saw me do a video with her on the wall in the back, and he got so excited that it's always being displayed somewhere. The impersonation is cool. incredible. Yeah. All right, so let's pop out there. Patrick says the impersonations are incredible. I don't know. <laughs> probably uh, Justin's, uh, Justin's Sean Connery there. <laughs> what else? Uh, what else? Do you mine. <laughs> a Scottish accent, a lisp, good stuff. <laughs> the Scottish Spaniard. Wait, wait, no, wasn't he Egyptian? No, yeah, Egyptian? My name is my name is Ramirez Highlander. I'm an ancient Egyptian posing as a Spaniard. What? The samurai sword. <laughs> what? And the French guy is playing the Scottish dude? Okay. He's Belgian. <laughs> Did I hear Bane? No, not intentionally. You can do it if you like. <laughs> no, I am Gotham's reckoning. No, that was Venom. You you uh, mixed them up. No, oh, uh, really? Really? I mixed up Tom Hardy? Thanks. <laughs> with Shinzon. Uh, Where's Leo? Come on. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's, uh, what's Acid Kitty? Acid Kitty is a fandom-based bath and body product line that we have just started um, earlier this year. So we have a startup sale coming soon. We have um, homemade co-processed soap, um, body butters, body creams, uh, dry oil sprays, perfume oils, sugar scrubs, salt scrubs. So it's just uh, an amazing range of products that we're currently working on. Oh, yeah, on. baby. It's not dirty to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like she's talking clean. <laughs> Everything you're saying, I'm loving. Yes. yes. And all the products are inspired by different um, characters. So, like the first collection is based on Team Arrow. So, we have um, a soap that is representative of the different characters on that team with the fragrances to match and the colors that um, 
complement their their uniforms and, and all that stuff. So it's it's really, really fun and I'm extremely excited about it. Awesome. That sounds amazing. I know. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, Taryn, Thank Taryn you. Does, uh, amazing stuff and she she posts some of her uh she posts these videos of her like coloring the soaps and like pouring, pouring them in the mold hypnotic mixed together and then watching everything like you know get poured in and she's so clean and neat and there's no drips in between i'm always <laughs> waiting a out of the silicone molds and i don't know why but it is so satisfying to watch <laughs> it's satisfying too i'm actually doing um, another one tonight i have all of a clean soap to cut Ooh. i'm guessing that one's green yeah green and black and gray um Ooh. and just based on the outside of the mold it looks like it came out pretty awesome so i'm excited to cut that one awesome so we're uh we're at just shy of three hours so we're gonna uh start wrapping things up but before we do we want to maybe we should talk about a couple of our favorite fandoms yeah, well, before we wrap things well, up that's what i'm saying like before we wrap things up let's talk about what we like wine and jaws okay guys <laughs> yeah. wait how long is the list <laughs> so why don't you why don't you start um, so I like a lot of, of different things. I'm, uh, I'm a pretty well-rounded nerd when it comes to uh, uh, different fandoms and stuff. I love Game of Thrones. Obviously, our listeners know that. I love Cersei Lannister. I think she is just uh, one of the, the greatest. She is one of the greatest characters of all time. In, in um, I love horror. Mm-hmm. I love the campy... Uh, kind of kitschy part of, of horror as well. I also love really bloody gore horror type stuff too. So everything from Trick or Treat I love Sam, the little dude who uh, is the spirit of Halloween who runs around and makes sure that everyone's following all the rules uh, to I love Friday the 13th and Jason Voorhees. There's something about this man, this menacingly uh, just just being, you know, stalking these campers, these people in this hockey mask and machete that's just, I don't, it just does it for me. I really like it. And there's some great kills in that franchise mm-hmm. too. Um, keeping with horror, Hellraiser. I love Pinhead. Have had the opportunity to meet Doug Bradley. Doug and, Bradley held the door for uh, you. Yeah, he's, he's such a gentleman in person. Um, another one, I really love the Saw franchise. I thought that the uh, initial film was so genius and the concept and everything. I mean, it wasn't flawless, but it was so good. And, you know, some of the uh, uh, subsequent films weren't as good, but I think as a whole, the franchise itself really holds up. It was great. I'm kind of eager to see Spiral, Spiral, Mm. this whole kind of like new part of the Jigsaw story coming out. Chris Rock is a part of it. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't hear about that. I heard about Spiral. I didn't hear about the Chris Rock thing. That's yeah. They just dropped the trailer. 
I love, I don't know, I, it just, I, I, I range for, I love Schitt's Creek. I love Mary Rose. I want to be just like her when I get up, grow up. Uh, I love the nanny. Fran Drescher is the man. Entire series is on HBO now. Just makes my heart so incredibly happy. <laughs> love Sex in the City. Samantha Jones, I love her so much. I, I think she is one of the greatest characters, uh, greatest female characters ever created. So sex positive and so just like out there and ballsy. Um, I love the Golden Girls. The Golden Girls will always have a special place in my heart. Every time I eat a cheesecake, I think of you know them sitting around the table. I love Blanche. Every, you under, every time you rest under a shady pine. <laughs> yes, yes. I kept, we um, went away last weekend for Patsy's birthday, and we had a porch. And I kept calling it a lanai. <laughs> I'm like, the <laughs> lanai, and he's like, "What's a lanai?" I didn't lanai? know what the hell she was talking and I'm about. I'm like, "Just go with it. Just, just." just to me just um you know i love cartoons different nicktoons like rats obviously spongebob squarepants yes. i love old cartoon network like the powerpuff girls the old powerpuff girls from the 90s yes. cartoon cartoon powerpuff girls um oh god uh did you see the documentary that just came out about SpongeBob? It's on uh, Paramount Plus, and they're doing uh, SpongeBob as told by my favorite episodes, and it's uh, all with puppets on Paramount Plus. Oh, you had me. Did you see doing with the live action Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> so I I know that that's a thing. And, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have opinions. And um, how can they save the world before bedtime if they're grownups? <laughs> they can't. I mean, do they have a later bedtime? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, they just they just do it before midnight now, and that's it. Uh-huh. You have an extended period of time to, uh, um, you know, and it ranges. I love, you know, specific characters. Like, obviously, I love Jen from Jen the Hologram. Uh, I love Cat Women. Uh, oh yeah! Specifically, I love Julie Newmar, and yes. I love Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Yeah, I think my that, oh my god! I I just whenever I see Michelle Pfeiffer, it just makes me so incredibly like excited, and like I just I think she did such a great job. And you did meet Lee Merriweather. I did meet Lee Merriweather, and she's another one of my favorite Catwomen. Uh, yeah, just just fantastic. I'm not a, as big of a fan of the animated cat women, um, but I think the live action versions are just top. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And My- drag queens. I love yes. drag queens. I think everyone. <laughs> I love drag queens. Oh, no shit, right? I know, right? How is that not higher up on the list? Yeah. You want to talk RuPaul? You want to talk Dragula? You want to talk Divine? Call me. Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. That, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Alaska. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So for me, I mean, it's fairly simple. I mean, for my birthday, Ash got me this sweet hat, which also says that on the side and has <laughs> this in the middle. Oh, that's nice. So, that's cool. So you're super into trucker hats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he likes hats. One yes. story uh, pertaining to Jaws and I don't know if you guys have know this, but we interviewed uh, Jeffrey Voorhees a few weeks ago, who played Alex Kittner, uh, who was you know, the kid. Yeah. Uh, oh, it looks like Karen has to uh, 
drop off. But thank you, Taryn. We appreciate you uh, stopping. Oh, thank you. I love you guys. I'm nice so proud of you. you. Thank you so much. Nice to meet we'll you as well. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Wait, before you go, where do you like people following you? Oh, okay. I, think her, I, we'll, we'll I, I would say they can check out Amalgamania. Yeah. yeah. So it turns out, you know, the, the story of how the shark never worked and you know, there was always problems with it all the time. Well, it turns out that Jeffrey Voorhees and his friends would go break into the warehouse where they would keep the mechanical sharks and jump on them and play on them and just like fuck around <laughs> with them in general. And then like the next day they'd be like, hey, the shark's not working. <laughs> Whoops. I wonder why. Outstanding. And he told us that story. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Oh, we do have a, uh, a a comment from Mr. Turner about his favorite fandoms. Uh, he says the Ginger Girl from Cycle of the Hunter. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, <laughs> oh wow, that's a throwback. Cycle that, of the Hunter is my first book that I ever wrote about vampires who have the vampire trait passed down genetically, and so you could go generations without knowing that you are a carrier of this vampire gene, and you don't realize your your full potential until you take your first victim or someone bites you in order to unlock your your abilities and there's a character that was in it and she was pretty badass uh who dies at the end but it's okay because nobody read that book but uh well now we don't have to yeah i was gonna say there was a, i i brought her back in the sequel that never happened uh called night rise but it was uh, it was very, very good the way I brought her back, and I'm going to rewrite this because I want it to. I want. It I to hope before before you tell us, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a huge Jaws fan. Um, Ash has also got me this the uh, soundtrack. Nice on vinyl, nice. which is. Uh, absolutely amazing, and it's the uh, the Mondo variant that they released, I think, last year or two years ago. Oh, that's so like cool! The variant artwork and stuff on it. I'm knocking shit down left and right. So I'm Did you guys hear that last year was the first year in in um, maybe like 25 years where vinyl outsold every other like CDs and um, I, don't mean- oh, I heard that, yeah. I love vinyl. I think it's it's a fantastic thing to collect, mm-hmm. but also listen to being, you know, really into music. Like the mm-hmm. sound quality on vinyl is just oh, spectacular. Yeah, it is. It's funny. I go to um, like the Salvation Armies and stuff, and you can get them for really cheap. And I'll find like the most random and weird stuff. Speaking of the Care Bears movie, like all the time, Justin, I actually have. <laughs> I have like um, it's a He Man and She Ra like whole audio story on vinyl. And I probably I, like, had that one. Oh I found God. the, the Spider Man Salvation Salvation Army. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stuff out I there. I had the Fraggle yeah. Rock record, sure. and, and sure. I wore that thing out. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Uh, obviously, uh, the sci- Simpsons. I mean, sci-fi films. I love sci-fi films. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, obviously, you know, we've... Oh, the Squad! Oh. Yeah. Dude. Well, we're, we're going to get to that. I actually okay. invited Andre to be Sorry, on. I, just, I had an awesome movie stuck in my throat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I invited Andre Howard to be on the show today. Frighteners. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just watched it yesterday. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had Amy on to talk about Battle Star Wars, which is a movie that I very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm I'm having a little trouble hearing. I keep I keep getting a loud noise blocking everything out. Like a, oh. clicking. clicking. I think that usually happens on some of the mobile phones sometimes. Hold on, let me let me just try. Hold on, let me. It might be Amy. Let me, let me mute Amy for a moment. Is it? Yeah, it's Amy. Yeah, it's you, Amy. If you exit and come back in, I think it, it might okay. work. What happened one time before when we screamed? Um, I mean, there are so many really great fandoms out there, and new things coming. I mean, we didn't even talk about Disney, Godzilla, There's like the cult of Disney. I love Disney so much. Some sort of interstellar oh, conflict in space that you like? Yeah, gal galactic <laughs> battle, something yeah. like that. <laughs> galactic battle, uh, laser blast. <laughs> Space Journey, I believe, is what it's called. That's the other one. You know, the the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe is another really great one. And the MonsterVerse on that a little bit. Yeah, the yeah. MonsterVerse. I mean, there's so many things, so many really good characters coming out of, of all of these different fandoms that are, you know, really noteworthy. And I'm also a big, big collector of sports memorabilia. If you take a look behind me, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, all of the fandom, go Bruins. Um, got the, got the, and, and Amy, you'll appreciate this, and JD would have as well. Uh, the Team Canada Patrice Bergeron gold medal jersey signed by Patrice Bergeron. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, a lot, awesome. of, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. Like, there's so many things. Like, we could sit here. I mean, there's so many things that we didn't touch even touch it. base on. Like, we recently started watching Attack on Titan. Oh, wow. I was You'll just talking that. about starting watching that tonight. The yeah. end is coming. Uh, they actually, uh, I'd stay away from uh, Amalgamania's affiliated uh, anime thing because they just released the last manga um, wow. chapter. Uh, still on the first season. I think we're like 12, 13 episodes into uh, but this like, series. Oh, holy But we also shit. have the live action gets, that we're looking Check out. Like it Wait, is, I, I never thought I would be heavily. Like, anime is not. Really yeah, I thought you hated anime. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that I hated it, but everyone not. hates it till they find their niche because there's so like, much variety when it comes to anime. It's like it's blood and gore. Like comics. This it's a hard watch. Yeah, it's just incredible. And the, yeah. the Titan design uh, it is. I just I'm blown away. Unnerving. Like it's really they creepy. pull no punches at no. all. So we've uh, we've just hit three hours. So I'm gonna yeah. Now it's the time to wrap it up. So uh, we'll start <laughs> with uh, Brandon. Brandon, where do you like folks to uh, follow your uh, exploits on the interwebs? On the interwebs. So oh, I'm glad you specified. I'm gonna say definitely not through a dark park. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, on the interwebs, I am uh, I am one of the two founders of the Facebook group Powers Combined. Uh, we're we're a geek group for for all genres of geek. Uh, it's not just like comic books or, or anything. It's like it, it's anything: horror, gaming, video games, whatever. I like posted my sports stuff in there a few times. Yeah, honestly, I mean, it's just it's a place that I I, I started with uh, my buddy Eric because I wanted a. a group for for geeks and nerds to go where i mean i say this every time our number one rule is don't be a jerk that is that is the fucking cardinal rule mm -hmm. you come in and especially because one of the things that i hate about a lot of other geeky groups i've seen out there is 
people join and there are people who have been doing whatever for many years and they are very knowledgeable. And then there are novices. There are new people who don't know and they actually have questions. And sometimes you want to see what somebody's opinion is, like not just a, a fact about a thing to determine whether or not you want to try it or look into it more. Yeah. And I've seen so many times when people ask questions that these these older fans of whatever you may be there for Gatekeeper. just start ripping them apart. They gatekeep like nobody's fucking business. Yep. And and I just I hate that. Yep. I absolutely despise it. One of the things I love most in my life is getting to show someone something I love and having them take a chance on it. You know, like they mm -hmm. asked you and you are giving your genuine opinion. And, and that's that's fun. Like, hopefully they enjoy it. And if not, maybe it leads to something else that they like it more slash instead. That's that's the fun of it. Uh, and that's what we try to do. We, we really just have a good time and try to share info and just, you know, let people know, like, it's OK. Come in, tell a joke, you know, share a meme, find out a bit of, of news that's shared from, you know, about a movie or a television show. It doesn't matter. You don't have to worry what's going to be said otherwise, because the second somebody's acting like a gatekeeper or just an all out prick, they're gone. Pull yeah, on we stanky boot of the door. Yep. So powers combined. Come on down. Seriously. It, I think you'll like it. All right. Coop, how about you? That's a great group. I actually just posted there yesterday. Um, yeah. Uh, so you can find me in Amalgamania. So um, I am part of the, uh, the committee to help with this um, the podcast and entertainment awards. So you can check us out there. So that is uh, Amalgamania. So A-M-A-L-G-A-Mania, M-A-N-I-A.com. Check us out. If you know anyone who is looking to get recognized for their work as a content creator, as a, a podcaster, a YouTuber, a Twitch streamer, you know, send them along, anything. If you know any shows, you you can look me up on Facebook, uh, uh, Justin Cooper, or you can look me up on uh, Instagram. I think it's Booster Blue, something. I'm not really sure. Most of the time, it's something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. So, but um, most of the time, you can find me in the audience of uh, Throwdown Thursday, which is my favorite podcast that I listen to all the time. You can find me in the audience of the Old Man Wade Show, uh, in the audience of Retro Redoctopus, mm -hmm. and um, various other podcasts that I listen to. See, this it's it's kind of like when you go to a concert and they're like, "Yeah, this is the rowdiest town we've ever been to. This is our favorite venue." <laughs> <laughs> same thing when he's on Retro with Octopus. Same thing. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I am kind of a professional <laughs> podcast. Is yes. All you want, I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Colleen, what do you like to conquer? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, I am like the um, the reigning empress of the Nerdoverse. So. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always talking about everything. I'm always a fan of everything. And my favorite thing is the next thing I haven't, you know, watched or seen yet. Um, but you can find me. I'm always over at Amalgamania. Uh, you can also find me in the audience of Powers Combined and Throwdown Thursday. I love all of you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm also on Facebook as Colleen. It's actually C-O-L space L-E space E-N because I just didn't feel like having any other name than my first name and Facebook looked down on that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. 
And we can find you in uh, some of the uh, sports raffle groups where you That's keep winning. Right. Where I got this Bruins jersey. <laughs> in the group that jar. She got. She found through me. Yes, I gave that. Tell them what you just won a couple nights ago. <laughs> I did. I won um, a signed OJ Simpson's helmet. So that wow. was. It's like the fourth thing you've won. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> my group has won three football helmets. I you have. Be I careful. He might come, look, he might come looking for that. That's what I said. Yeah. With like mud on it. Oh, it was great. Yeah, she won a, an authentic on-field uh, on helmet. Like you could literally put this on and play in the NFL. Uh, it's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got the replica from the uh, the college replica for OJ Simpson, the U the USD Trojans, and it even says Heisman uh, sixty eight on it. And then she won the mini helmet for uh, Dallas Clark, and there was that was such a pain mailing it to you. I'm just going to bring your stuff to you from now on. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe I won't. Maybe that's the <laughs> Incorrect, Patrick. Incorrect. <laughs> it sounded like a Bruins buzzer. Like <laughs> they did in tonight. They won four to two with uh, Jeremy Swayman in that. Oh, against the Capitals, that's yeah. huge. So, Billy, uh, <laughs> where can folks follow you? I know you're very active on Instagram. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram and Twitter, uh, and you can find me at it's Emily Sweet. So not Emily Sweet. It's Emily Sweet. <laughs> and you post some awesome stuff up there. And Amy, I love your Instagram because they're always posting these pictures of you just being an absolute fucking badass. So where can folks find you? <laughs> so yeah, on Instagram is the main one at Stoltenator. So my last name's Stolte, and then an Ader like the Terminator. And um, <laughs> I'm on Facebook, which I, you know, check here and there. And I'm on Twitter, which I never use, which I should use, and just at Amy Stolte. Um, and of course, I will always pop into a Throat on Thursday podcast any chance I get. Which is awesome. We love having you because you're, you guys kid. are just uh, <laughs> an absolute delight. Mm -hmm. um, I love having you guys on. So fun uh, to be here. Thanks. Congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 250. Yeah. Like, this is like 250th consecutive That's awesome. Thursday. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, even last Friday, like, we skipped last Friday for the sports show, and we went, we got 30 episodes straight on Friday for that. And you're like, yeah, because last Friday was my birthday, and it was just like, you know what? Like, neither one of them was feeling great. Like, let's. We're going away for the weekend. Let's take the week off. But we, we didn't take the week it. off for Throwdown Thursday. <laughs> like, and that's the thing. We have never taken a week Happy off for Throwdown Thursday. Too. Thank you. I'd say this is uh Throwdown Thursday is my uh second longest running relationship. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You've been on since episode like three. Three. Yeah. So and then you couldn't get rid of me. No, <laughs> like in real life or on the show. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh yeah. Maybe we should add an extra nickname for Ashes. Exactly. Ashes, Ashes. You say to him, he doesn't have to put up with you. He gets to. Yeah. That was. That was. I got you. I got you, girl. Yes. Turning it back on me. Yes. That was literally part of the vows when I said 
Like, does this mean you have to put up with everything? No, it means you get to. Uh, and what's sad is none of you guys were at our wedding. <laughs> but in fairness to me, I didn't know you existed then. So. I didn't yeah, same. <laughs> I didn't know him either. <laughs> <laughs> it was an arranged marriage. Our our parents have joined our houses. Yes. <laughs> My dowry was a ghost chicken and a textile factory. <laughs> Jeez, this reminds me of the quiet man. Yeah. I remind you of the quiet man? Yeah, yeah with the dowry? Come on, Brandon no, no, gets it. Yeah, no, no, not literally, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the movie, not the guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys again for taking the time out of your day. Um, you know, especially uh, Brandon and Justin and Colleen being here pretty much all night. Colleen has uh, a bunch of youngins running around being crazy. Sure. <laughs> uh, I got two down though before yeah. I got in, so good. Oh, nice. Just a thirteen and ten year old that are up now running oh, around. Yeah. They're having fun. Want to be up. You don't want the other two up. Yeah, no, they're yeah. one and two, so <laughs> that would not be pleasant. Thank you so much for always uh, a pleasure. Taking the time and oh, yeah, you invitation anytime. Uh, even if you have something to promote, you guys can come on and just shoot the shit. Just hang out. We'll drink wine and or rum or whatever you happen to have. Yeah. <laughs> Sing Hamilton good. songs. <laughs> oh, horrible sing-along songs. Oh, that would be great, huh? So I was uh, oh, okay. first of all to our listeners, thank you so much for sticking with us for 250 episodes. Thank you for everybody who was watching. Tonight. Cheers to the next 250. And I think with that being said, we yeah. will see, see you next, next Thursday. 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 Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys. Congratulations. I got Jay next to me over there. Uh, we just want to take 10 seconds out to congratulate uh, PJ and Ash on the 250 episode for Throwdown Thursday. Congratulations. Uh, we are one of your uh, biggest fans and uh, glad to be part of the Dorkening Podcast Network with you. So with that, enjoy your day. Have fun. Cheers to 250 more. Hopefully we'll be on the 500 of the show. But congratulations. And uh, you guys enjoy the day. Later.